Hello. Buddy, welcome back to our little corner of the internet, and welcome back to the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast. I had to take a piece of that for myself, a piece of the pie this week, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode number 58. Of course, we are your hosts, Andrew, Marquise, and Max. And yes, shit, man, we're back again. The penultimate episode of the first season. Of the Taking Damn right. podcast. So Damn, crazy. bro. We're almost done with season one. I know. And we're still on the road to episode number 69. Nice. Yeah, right. There. Oh, baby, we're going to get there, believe me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've got plans. We've got plans in place. We will, yeah, we, we part- do. Yeah, we got some plans. We've been thinking about this since like episode yeah. 30. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh... It's gonna be a big one. It's gonna be a big one. It's pretty. It's pretty fucking crazy. Also, a good thing that absolutely nobody who listened to this podcast is under the age of eighteen. Yes, because I mark it as explicit. Good. Thank God. And it's got. Oh, oh. yeah. Number sixty nine. Well, I don't know what we'll do. We'll have to like make it. We're gonna take especially it. apparent. This is not for anyone uh, weak at heart. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys could probably guess what we're gonna review for episode sixty nine. However, you need to know that we're gonna take it. 100% serious. Like, it's going to be... Dead serious. It's going to be a review. Like, an actual review. They're going to review every lock, every hold, every position. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are. We're going to break yeah. it down for you. Yeah, they're going to be working all right. I hate my life. <laughs> but before we break down some TNA, as we usually do, first, got to shell out all of our shit. So, of course, follow us on Twitter, at TLProRestPod. Got some cool stuff for you to check out there. Uh, visual aids and stuff that go along with the podcast. Oh, stuff yeah. Stuff we watch. Also... I was able to finagle a goddamn Discord invite link. So if you guys want a, uh, if you guys want to just join the Discord, I'll probably go ahead and tweet it out after we finish recording this. So you guys can just go ahead and click on the link. The join the Discord. Yeah, go to the Twitter. It'll be our pinned tweet. If you want to join the Discord, you can go ahead and do that. Hell yeah! And Love of to see course, it. oh man, bro, uh, we got we got to be on fucking every single solitary podcast i literally i don't i genuinely want somebody to find me one that we're not on just so we can get on it but yeah we're, we mean, we're on one fucking literally. apple podcast spotify google podcast anchor breaker stitcher Podbean, pocket cast blueberry, blueberry of course That's so goddamn right motherfuckers yeah i'm gonna get around to it yeah. one of these one of these days these days it'll happen it'll happen of course we got uh all y'all people on those damn podcast platforms please please leave us a five star frog splash review we highly appreciate those i'd like to see 10 and i mean a what was uh what was that what was that thing you were talking about max what was that thing you were talking about yeah. last week? Yeah, yeah, yeah so by the end of april so when this comes out uh by the end of the month if we get five patrons of any form or sort, so one dollar, five dollar. If you're really fucking crazy, ten dollar. If you're uh, really, if, if you're if you're Aiden crazy, yeah. If you're really yeah. feeling like a liberty taker, perfect. if you're really feeling like a like a like a park rider type beat, um, yeah. If you if you if you want to go above and beyond, I will post for the patrons only a entrance of uh, of our patrons choosing, and uh, I will recreate it. So if you want, if you want, 
the good old Triple H entrance where I, you know, spit the water, or you want Fuck, me to do, uh, yeah, I will do it in my bedroom. You Are you fucking, fucking kidding me? Your floor, bro. Yeah, you're goddamn right. I'll do the, I can do the Vinnie Mac. I can do, uh, I'll do the shame thing with the fucking, oh, <laughs> dude, go back and forth we... in the wheelchair. Oh, oh that actually go kind of crazy. It goes kind of crazy. So please, so, yeah, if you guys want to see that. Check out our yeah. Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TLProSpod. We do have actual yeah, content that's, there. that's not it's all not, you It's not there just is... Max doing cool shit. Yeah, we got, we, yeah. Got, we, got, we, got, we got we got Max's AEW reviews that are currently on hiatus, but they'll be back one day. Yeah. I'm going to say this shit right now. I'm going to put this out into the ether so that Max and I have to do it. Yeah. Um. So this weekend, as we record, is WrestleMania weekend. Oh, fuck me. And, Fucking uh, hell. Know, as a couple of boys trying to make our way in the in the wrestling podcasting world, uh, myself and Max, Marquise excluded because he just can't be fucking bothered for this. No. Uh, we decided that because, God damn it, we need this SEO so bad. Which I completely understand. Uh, Max and I are going to personally take the time out to review both nights of WrestleMania oh on the Patreon God. free. F-R-E-E, free for it everybody will- to watch. It's gonna be free. Damn you! All right, time out. Time out. Sorry. You spelling out free. Unlocked, Impressive. Unlocked the hidden memory in my mind of those goddamn. Was it a? Was it the credit commercials? F R E E. That's all free. F R E E. That's all yeah. free. Credit report. Dot com. Yeah. Baby. Yeah. 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 Credit right. report. Ah, sorry. That was sick. Max and I will review WrestleMania 38, night one and two, in its entirety. We will skip nothing. Nothing will be left off the table. Oh, so nothing. God. Holy shit. Nothing. I guarantee you that review will be at least two and a half hours. Oh my fucking god. I have a job I start next week. Like the you guys don't understand. We're putting it down for y'all. We we want you guys to at least just go to the Patreon. Check it out. And it's look. a free video. If you like what you see, I will personally ask that you contribute to helping Max do the things that we need him to do, including that very cool wrestling entrance. If you do, give us a cute little, again, bro, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, any sort, five new patrons by, uh, what the was it? The end of April. So the, the end of April. So that is 30th? Saturday. Saturday. Yep. April 30th, if we have five new patrons by then, you will get, all you patrons will get that video, and I promise you, it will be worth your one, five, or ten dollars. I'll go above and beyond for y'all. Yeah, he's gonna lay it down. Honestly. Damn he's right. Gonna pop a wheelie, too, didn't you? Goddamn right. Oh, gonna pop a wheelie, bro. Do it. You gotta, you gotta do it. Patreon.com forward slash pod. and, uh, what else we got? Any other shit to shill? Uh, no. Uh, I think, I think that's everything. We hit the Twitter, Discord, Patreon. Is that everything? Maybe yeah, we got to show this goddamn show. It's stupid. Yeah. That being said, it's time for us to actually talk about some stuff and things. This week, we watched TNA Impact from Christmas Eve, December 24th, 2005. Mm. We still got one more episode of TNA left for the year, bro. Technically, Two, but we'll talk about that next week on the uh, final episode. So we open this episode with a recap of the end of last week's impact. Uh Jeff Jarrett gets all Plant Jarrett together in the ring. Uh tallies up his allies. Monty Brown comes out. We reset to exactly the point we were back in February last year. 
pyro is pyro as ever. Yeah. And then yeah. Matt Bentley and Tracy come up to the ring as Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Matt has big sack. It's weird because they mentioned Tracy by name. And they said Santa. And said Santa. They never once mentioned that it was Matt Bentley by but it was name. Put, it was I was like, yeah, Matt correct. Weird. Did they come up to Matt Bentley's music? No, I think it was Probably. music. Was it? Yeah. Does it even I don't matter? Remember. No. So, no. So he's got big sack, and then out comes Christian Cage wearing a fucking god-awful outfit. God, he looks dude, so bad. Dude, Christian needs new clothes. <laughs> he needs he needs Holy fucking fuck, Monty man. Brown to show him how to dress. Honestly. On God. This shit, this shitty shirt, and bro, the pant, dude, his jeans look like, okay, so he got like acid wash jeans, but this shit looked like, 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 I don't know what you could, like, he, he took acid on a knife and then, like, fucking scraped out the material or something. I don't know what it's happened It's like here. if his jeans were acid washed and then, like, he just decided to then throw them in the washing machine with a bunch of fucking rocks. And, and like, bleach. that, yeah, and, like, that's that's, what came out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, pants. fuck, these pants look so bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's even worse ones. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, he does. He, he, Damn asked, right. he asked Santa to make his dream come true. He says, you know, Monty Brown was talking shit about my appearance. Maybe I just don't look like a world champion, do I? Santa, what do I need to look like a world champion? So Santa hands him a present. And then he starts oh doing God. a terrible bit. God, he, so, he, so he opens his present with, like, just absolute aggression. He's like, damn, bro, I got an N64 in 1996. I'm going crazy. Yeah. It's a pair of white pants. White jeans. Yeah. So, you already, then, so uh, you already know where this joke is going. Commentary said something about, uh, you're not supposed to wear those after Labor Day. Yep. So he puts them on over his shitty jeans God. and his dress shoes, and he somehow looks even worse. Yeah. Uh, and then I noted that Tracy is only here to be hot. She makes sure to bounce up and down Bro. and her titties plenty and uh, and shove them in Christian's face when he was putting his pants on. Yeah. Make sure to get like, real up and real up and close. And then then uh, then Christian pulls out an old WWF Jeff Jarrett shirt that says "Don't piss me off." And I was thinking, damn, how can they show that? Like, I, was, I was thinking, like, like, you, could, you could literally see the WWF logo on the back of the yeah, shirt. Like, yeah, how did they legally do that? What, yeah, what the fuck? Then he breaks out a wig and a pair of goofy sunglasses. He makes a bunch of jokes. And uh, Santa's going to have sex with Tracy. Mm -hmm. And the, crowd's, <laughs> the crowd chants, stuff her stocking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he starts Brother. making Jarrett. He starts doing a Jarrett bit. He's just doing an impression and, of Jeff Jarrett. Uh, I remember bringing this up in one of my earlier videos, how the commentary, or on one of the earlier podcasts, how the commentary just does not shut the fuck up, like, No, ever. they don't. No. They never do. Um, and because it, they think that you're such a dumb bastard. That's Jeff Jarrett! Like, no, like, keep in mind, this is not a new Fed phenomenon, like, where they just think that you're a dumb bastard. No, this is, this is a thing that's universal, apparently. Commentary just thinks that you're so dumb. You're such a fucking idiot God, you have to be stupid to watch this product they're like yes jeff jarrett and the crowd starts chanting double c double c and commentary is like ha double c ha ha double c like double j jeff jarrett that's funny i get it ha ha all right see it's funny because i explained it to you yeah so uh they think that you're a dumb bitch again you're watching this product and so you're you incapable of putting narratives together so you cannot possibly understand so it has to be spoon fed to you uh, yeah, right. it's, kind of like, it's kind of like commentary right now in the Fed. Yeah, but like that's always been my biggest issue with uh, TNA commentary. Like I know people think it's goaded and everything, and like it can be at times during the matches. But during the matches, a lot of times absolutely. They just, they just talk and they don't need to. 
See, this is this is some fucking Spider-Man actor dichotomy shit, right? Because in TNA, here's the thing, right? Is that TNA and West are on their shit during matches that matter and they care about, but during yes. segments, they are the dirt worst because they and won't shut up. They'll explain everything to you, yeah. and, and 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 they're just trying to get themselves over. Literally, because like, Tanae does nothing, dude. During this whole thing, Tanae does nothing but fucking hammer dude, up with his okay. jokes about Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, he does. So, so I, I've got a couple things to say. So, obviously, again, as Marquise and Andrew just said, they are on their shit when they want to be. But you can all the the thing that pisses me off, and like obviously it's hard to with a match that just doesn't matter. Well, when the whole time you're just being fed lines to say for the company, it just doesn't do anything good for your uh, uh, for your demographic or for uh, for your product because everything just looks like shit and like you're just waiting to promote whatever Spike TV told you to say. Yeah. So there's also just like there's never a moment of reprieve. I feel like the commentary yeah. the the commentary can never just let things breathe and marinate. They always have to like anytime there is a a pause in a promo. Oh, they, 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 get a they say something immediately, like within that pause. And they, they, ela- they, 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 they try they and elaborate. Say, they elaborate on the promo. They try and say, all right. So as soon as the wrestler moves the mic from his mouth, they try and fit as many words as the, as they can before he puts it back to his mouth. Like, the, the, there's never a moment of silence. You can never just like try and comprehend what a wrestler is saying. It's it's pretty bad. No. So before before he finishes up, Santa gives him one final gift: a shitty little guitar. I mean, it's like it's a little guitar. It's a goddamn ukulele. It's bro. a tiny little. Ge- it's got it's a six string ukulele. Yeah, bro. Uh, he asks if this is what a real champion looks like. Starts strutting around. Then Monty Brown and Jeff Jarrett jump his goofy ass, but he manages to escape. And Sting music plays because. They keep wondering if he's gonna come. I I you also imagine, have to mention, bro, bro. Imagine a world where they did all this and Sting come. didn't come in. That'd be honestly surprised. hilarious. It'd be honestly that'd be the that'd be some of the most TNA shit ever to promote a legend like that. A guy who's already worked there before and he doesn't actually come back in. Yeah, but um, they do shit like that all the time where they will promote people who aren't signed. Hell, yeah. Bobby Lashley's first run. Was him being on TV, beating jabronis, and not being signed for like three months. Cool. As long as he got paid. Yeah. But all the, all um, the while he was doing that, he was just like, yeah, so uh, TNA fucking sucks. I actually want to do Bellator, mm-hmm. and I want to fight Brock Lesnar. Not because we're the wrestling guys, but because, you know, I'm a heavyweight, he's a heavyweight. think it would be a good match. Uh, this wrestling shit, no, nah, not even this wrestling shit, just TNA. TNA fucking sucks. Watch me on Bellator. Oh, that, was, that was like his whole first uh, run in TNA. I don't blame him. He was doing his thing. Um, I uh, I do have to say, I forgot to say it when I was talking about my TNA spiel. Uh, Andrew's right. He's literally doing bits the whole fucking time, getting himself over, putting himself over. No, no, no granted, but, granted, a lot of the time it is actually funny. Because yeah. No, no, no. on Jeff Jarrett is hilarious, but it is not necessary. Yeah. That's so, but issue. but my point is, is he does this chuckle after he makes this one joke. I forget the the joke. I should wrote it down. But he does this one joke, and it sounds like the fucking devil. And it made me <laughs> r- laugh really fucking hard. He's like, <laughs> he fucking, dude, he vitriolically, 
Dude, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, on some awesome. deep level, he actually harbors some, like, genuine resentment for this guy. Good! Good! I wouldn't be surprised. He's like, man, today, we have a company. Today knows. We're, we're, we're in a company full of dudes like Chris Daniels and AJ Styles and Samoa Joe and Abyss and Monty Brown and Ron Killings. And who's the world champion right now? Raven, Rhino, Jeff Jarrett. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I'm sure Mike Tanay is in those fucking uh, creative meeting, meetings just I mean... seething every day. As we've said, he Mike Tanay is sick of it. on sure. creative, so I don't know how. I I guarantee you he's fighting, but just can't get through. Well, I mean, sure Sucks. he is, but like when you got guys like you know Scott Namore, Dutch Mantel, Jeff Jarrett, all these other guys who are, uh, it's pretty stuck in, in their ways, in their ways, and not. And honestly, not my because, I, mean, I don't think. Jeff Jarrett would have hired AJ Styles if he didn't see that he was money, but he wasn't willing to really put him put in him over an event spot. Yeah, that's how I feel AJ, about AJ's been everything. world champion like twice, two or three times at this point. Yeah. And and this is this is what pisses me AJ, off whenever people point, so uh, triple crown winner right now. Yeah, yeah, he's won the titles. triple crown. Um, but this is what pisses me off though whenever people like whenever I say I think the two people. Other than Dixie, who killed TNA, are Jarrett first and then Hogan second. Because Jarrett had so much creative control and had so much fucking title running. He did exactly what I would have done. <laughs> and I mean, it's based, but I just didn't enjoy it. It was based. And... The, no, his, his plan of action is based on the actual execution was terrible. Yeah. The thing is, I also would have booked myself. To be one of the top guys in my own promotion. However, there are, I other people. there are other people. I understand that, you know, at the end of the day, the crowd dictates everything. So if I am not as over as the people think that I am, then maybe I should have the strap. All right. Damn, shouts out Lance Hoyt and Abyss. Both I was literally about to say, yeah. When they were hot. Yeah, I'm never. It's it's crazy. I'm never gonna forget what they did to Lance Hoyt. Like I'm actually never gonna forget it because yeah, like, of how like I, just in our face it was. Hoyt was one of the people. All right, so the story about Hoyt getting himself over was, uh, you know, after the Universal tapings or whatever, he would go to the bar and just hang out with the wrestling fans and hang with the boys, and bro. They gathered a legitimate camaraderie because he was one of theirs. Yeah, it's just cool, bro. And then they just shit on him. Yeah, because he got himself over. Yeah. We didn't make we didn't make you. Hold on now. Who said you could be bro? It's like some Sandow shit. Who the fuck said you could be over? Some Rusev shit. Honestly. Zack Ryder. Who the shit. fuck there's, said there's you could ever be over? There's a lot of examples. Fuck you. So Shane Douglas is backstage with Christopher Daniels. Oh my uh, he, fucking he god. If he bit off more than he can chew, challenging Samoa Joe at final resolution for the X Division Championship, fresh off a of grade three concussion. Uh, in so many words, he says that after all the battles he's waged in his career, he's got this. And that is gospel. Yeah. So we get I'm so sick of Shane Douglas. Action. Yeah, we're like 14 minutes into this 40 minute show at this point. Probably got a match. Yeah. Pussy ass Eric Young with Scott Demore versus Christopher Daniels. It's so. This character of Eric Young is very inconsistent because he's not always pussy. No, he's in only fact, pussy when they feel like he is. Yeah, in fact. Aside from the pyro jump, he's only pussy when he's around Team Canada. Yeah, I'll get and the boys make him anxious. And even then, it's only situational. 
Yeah, because they abuse him. We've seen it. Well, yeah. So they just make it allegedly. Allegedly, we've seen it. Well, the one Brother, time he got slapped. The one time. Yeah, I assume, yeah, but I assume it happens more than that. I guess. Hey, I bro. Agree. Most behavior is like a pattern, you know. Yeah, but again, it's only situational that he needs to be <clears throat> pussy. So they're in the ring. Alex Shelley makes his way towards the ringside with his pervert little camera. And speaking of perverts, Shin Moore's on top of the set again this week with a Don Hare shooing him off. And I'm, I feel fairly certain, having seen this, that they actually just reused footage from last week here. Probably. Because every time they, they cut that. towards the, the set during the match, like, and I feel like they did the most to not show it in the actual like filming of this match, but every time you could see the set on the side that he would have been standing on, he's not there. I don't think so I I don't think really so just cuz he he looks like he's wearing a different outfit and the angle looked different but I could also just be wrong. Yeah, but like one second he didn't have the sign and the next second he did and I feel like it was the exact same like shot that they had of him last time. Regardless, the crowd still was not feeling him. I don't think they didn't notice. No, they <laughs> were actively saying you fucking suck. Shut up. Get out of here, you geek. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Daniels hits the BME, but Demore distracts Rudy Charles. Yep. Then he hits oh. Angels wings right after on Eric. Wins. It was weird not seeing the BME be a finish. I mean, no, so, because he got fucked. Yeah. True. So I, 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 I have an issue with this. Um, I, like, I, I get it. They're, they're trying to put over like Scott Demore is evil again. Is a weird whatever. Hitler and Mussolini and shit. He like. And, Bro, but honestly, like for for not, breaking up the pin, but like you if he's just gonna get pinned right after, asshole. just let him hit the BME and let the match be over. Who cares? Yeah. Well, the, the crazy part about it is that he hit the BME for more to distract Rudy Charles, and then he literally hits the Angel's wings as soon as Rudy turns around and Win. pins him. Yeah, like, yeah, that's and, what and, I mean. And granted, Scott did try to break it up, but he was very late. Yeah. And, I, and I'm sure that was on purpose. Yeah. But again. But yeah, I mean that's Max's dude. point. Yeah, it, it's just the it literally is a spot for no reason. It other just than the finish, and it wasn't. Nope. So if anything, you just bury the BME. Yeah, kind which of. is what I have an issue with because I love the BME. Me too. So. Which is like why I said it was weird that it wasn't the finish here, because I mean. God, this was Eric Young. It should have absolutely been the finish. He did. He should not have needed yeah, to bust out I, I, the angels' wings for Eric Young. Like, come on now. No, but you know why he did the angels' wings? Because it was tonight's Morphoplex move of the night. <laughs> that is true. Had to get it out. And when I when I saw that, I was thinking, I was actually thinking, damn, you know, Morphoplex is like probably the only people providing them black. Like, I'm sure every other figure is in the red, and they just feel the need to get it out of the way like i feel like you could probably build up marinate it a bit like i'm pretty sure morphoplex is like their only sponsor this is probably the only positive yeah, they don't income have... they have coming in yeah they don't have that gretchen whatever the fuck bookstore yeah yet. and they just decide yeah we're just gonna say uh fuck you morphoplex i thought that was kind of weird yeah the move of the night is whatever the first finish of every show is yeah which and is like crazy i mean i'm, I'm pretty sure they do yeah. have like a morphoplex symbol on one of the canvas sides but you hardly yeah they, yeah, they it's do on, yeah it's on, it's on the apron yeah but you hardly yeah it's on the apron well yeah so it's like we're not peddling this shit since they pay us what <laughs> oh excuse me <laughs> how dare you assume yeah. they were gonna advertise just because you paid us yeah 
So Shane Douglas is backstage with a foot, oh, Bob God. Armstrong, and this, BG, and Kip James. This is when I felt oh. like it was just a bit. Like, the constant cutting to Shane Douglas. Like, it's like the actual bit, right? It might be. Because, I mean... It could be. We... The first match did not come until 14 minutes, and this was like a three-minute match. Not even. So, like, we just cut back to fucking Shane Douglas. Honestly... What the, the, you know, half of the four live crew and their dad. Yeah. (laughs) There is, like, what, uh, one match? One of the three matches tonight are over five minutes. We hear, uh, for some reason, Bullet Bomb was just like, damn, that killing's... You know, I've known that boy ever since he broke in. He's so athletic. I'll talk to him. Like, bro, like, why did you say that? Literally, why? And today oh, also says the athletic racist. thing, too. I'm like, yeah, he's what, an athlete. what's wrong with y'all? He's built well. Like, fuck. I don't know. It's just like this weird euphemism. Yeah, and guys, just, he's big and he's strong and he he's, is yeah, he's black. Big, strong, athletic, like, and are, are aren't all these guys athletic? Like holy no just man. the black ones, no, just truth and so uh, ignorant. Uh, Monty Brown, they're just athletic. truth and Monty. No, they're just more athletic than all the others. Oh yes, my uh, god! I mean, one's oh a former Super Bowl god. champion. The other's Ron Killings. Yeah, wait until uh, God, Jay Lethal, I guess. Get yeah, I'm sure they're gonna be saying some shit about that. Well, black Machismo match where he got jabronied. Yeah, and yeah, he, he's gonna and he come got back. Way, yeah, and he got way more than he yeah, should. He's gonna come back. Oh my god, he's so athletic, this guy. God, he's so fun to watch. Yeah, look at him jump. That that I feel like <clears throat> I feel like that comment is by far my least favorite in wrestling is when they call someone fun to watch because that feels like a burial. I I I am in two minds about it because I mean in in one instance it can feel like a burial. I feel like if these guys are like doing super intense high spots trying to like you know actually maybe in the match do God, big so, spots God, he's so fun. and they're saying like oh these guys are so fun to watch but like if these guys are doing maybe like technical mat based wrestling God, and, and so you can fun. understand what they're doing it's like damn that is kind of fun to watch no but even worse is when they're just doing the universal spot and they like damn this neville kid is so yeah fun like to watch. when neville was fucking doing spacemans and or you know fosbury flops and he was trying to get all this shit in and finish matches and Michael Cole, oh, this is never so fun to watch. Like, that's when it's kind of fucked. But if it's yeah, like... Yeah, like, damn, bro, you're, just gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna relegate him to being fun and not, like, a great competitor or, like, a guy with a real future in this industry. No, he's fun. But, like, you could also... I mean, I've also heard that argument about legitimate UFC fighters. Like, these guys are fun to watch, considering they're about to fucking yeah, the kill com- each yeah, other. That's, yeah, that's completely different. That's that's an actual fight. Yeah, but this is simulated fight, so the same logic can apply. I guess, but like, I don't know, man. If someone called me fun to watch and I was just doing a headlock, I'd be pissed. Well, no, like that, that that's my point. If it's a basic headlock, no, that's dumb. But if these guys are maybe trying to gain a technical advantage or whatever, and like I said, you can understand, like, yeah, it would be fun to watch. Also, don't tell me what to think. Well, yeah, that's their job, but don't tell me what that's. That's a whole other issue. <clears throat> yeah, so Bullet Bob wants to speak with our truth because uh, they wanna they wanna get the four live crew back together. Yeah, so we get back hey. to action. Uh, we got Abyss with James Mitchell versus Chris Saban. Uh, Abyss rightfully has that massive dude. He's got that big fucking <laughs> gash on his yeah. forearm. 
that I've mentioned twice now. The only I thing I got that shit was half an inch deep. The only thing I liked about this match was the finish. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was pretty cool. But uh, <clears throat> there was a sign in the crowd at the start that said Hardy fears pay per views, and that popped the shit out of me because I don't think I've seen Jeff Hardy on pay per view in like two months. I don't True. think I've seen Jeff Hardy in like two weeks. We only ever see him on TV. True. So no, I'm not gonna lie, it's movie. making me happy because I don't have to see him fucking smear paint over people. What do you mean, bro? That's my favorite part. Just fucking. He, I he, hate he you. He goes down to the Sherwin Williams. He gets a goddamn <laughs> He he fucking he gets a, he gets a kiddie pool. Then he dives into that shit and he oh, comes out. And he says, oh. "All right, let me hit the ring." Yeah, I love much. it. Yeah, uh, he gets uh, the, the... He gets a Sherwin Williams. He gets the goddamn Home Depot brand, the Lowe's brand, the Walmart brand. And he says, "All of them together got a special new color. Only Jeff Hardy, the Jeff Hardy original." Then he, then he fucking he drinks that shit. Then he pukes it up and dives in it. Make sure that shit's extra putrid. Mm-hmm. So it gets on everything. Extra yeah. sticky. Extra sticky. Extra fucking man it's, mass yeah, on it's, that. It's that bile that really makes it stick yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like fucking glue. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure there was glue in the paint. Bro, okay. As the, son of, horse. <laughs> as the son of a carpenter, you sing Sherman Williams pop the fuck out of me. So thank you. Damn right. Maybe. Made me very happy. Yeah, I used to what, like what, 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 factory, what fucking match are we on? What match are we on? Exactly. Uh, we're what? on, uh, we're about to, oh, we're on. Oh, the- yeah, the Chris Saban bullshit. Yeah, so all of that aside, uh, Dave Habner appears on the stage once again with this clipboard yeah, wearing a TNA can, Impact shirt. They confirmed that it is Dave. And he is wearing a TNA shirt. And my, my question is, damn, why is Dave Habner here? And then my other question is, damn. Does anyone in this fucking crowd right now know, know who, who that is? Dave no. Hebner is not Earl. Dave, Dave did an Dave. angle with Earl Hebner like God. Was this two thousand five? Yeah, fifteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, cool. We're over. I'm selling bootleg merch, bitch. Shut up. That was Earl. Exactly. <laughs> so so uh dave managed to somehow get caught lacking with this fucking clipboard yeah. because for a second i could see what was on his paper and it was nothing but fucking scribbles right. it was he was literally just like drawing fucking like squiggly lines and not like 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 i'm pretending to write like i'm talking about like like paper engulfing full coverage squiggles and i'm like dude <clears throat> First off, I know he. T- I'm sh- I'm sure backstage they told him just do whatever they want. Yeah. But, brother, you know you got cameras on you, so the least you could do is keep that shit to your chest, bro. I mean, shit. Goddamn NFL coaches cover their mouths because they know they could be on camera when they're calling plays, bro. Like shit. Try a little harder. It's it's like modern example. I was modern example. I'm sure you just stole it right out of my brain. Tony Schiavone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standing on Aww. that stage at the last AEW pay per view Revolution. Oh, oh and, my and God! He's, he's got this contract in his hand, and he's talking. You know, we've got ourselves a new big signing, and he's waving the contract around, and you can see blatantly all bold black letters swerve Swerve. on that contract. See? And he's talking, and he and he and he, and he calls out fucking uh, Shane Strickland. Almost called him Isaiah Scott because that's what I know him as. And uh, you know, he comes out, and the crowd already knew damn well who it was because anyone who could see the fucking screen saw in big black letters, swerve. The example <laughs> that I was gonna bring up was uh, whenever 
Arn had the clipboard. <laughs> oh, oh, brother. The, yeah. the Denny's menu? Yeah. When he had the, the Denny's clipboard. menu. And for like months, it was the wrong strategy. It was the wrong game plan. It's like, yeah, it matches. Exactly. They weren't yeah. planning nope. right. Yeah, that's why he got kicked out, brother. That's why he ain't yeah, there fuck no more. This nightmare family. Anyway, see you at WrestleMania night one. Honestly, a ball. Oh, I hope it's not. I hope it's him, not Shane. God, so, Jesus. Saban actually gets a pretty decent amount in this match. I mean, fair enough. I, Saban, so I mean, he deserves a little bit here, I guess. Not, so, not too much, but a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the I'm, pretty DD, sure, uh, I'm pretty sure it's a former X champion at this time. Yeah, it's a former X champion. Yeah, so former two-time, former two-time X division champion. They say on yeah, commentary. So they wrestle around in the ring, and Saban hits a big springboard drop kick and a and a tornado DDT with extra tornado on it. Yeah, it, yeah, six it was times. There was so much tornado that I thought Abyss was going to reverse it. That's what I thought. I thought they were going to I did too. Okay. I was like, oh, he's going to do tornado. Oh, he got him again. Oh, black hole swim. No. Yeah, so it's a DDT. That Saban tries to get him up for a cradle shock, but this guy's clearly way too fucking big for that. So he, uh, he leaps off the ropes into a black hole slam, and that's the end of that match. You yeah. already know. One, two, three, Abyss walks home with the victory. Then after that, we got this... Uh... Oh, fuck. What do we got here? So I, I got this pulled up. Oh, this, this was like literally the one thing on the show that I was like, oh my god, this is fucking funny so, as hell. So we're all going to find out together, because I don't remember which oh. two things this is. Oh. But I'm going to play I the think... audio for the people. We're gonna I hope this to is it. what you're talking about. I hope this is what you're talking about. Yeah. So I'm going to play this. We're going to shut up for a second, let it play, give our reactions, talk about it, things like that. Here we go. Total nonstop action proudly presents Global Impact. <laughs> yeah. With stars Sharkboy, Simon Diamond, and Sanjay Dutt on a two week tour to India, where TNA Impact shows on television. Every appearance on the tour was sold out in advance, with thousands being turned away. The trio received massive media attention. TNA Wrestling is watched by hundreds of thousands of fans every week, both young and old. Next time, we'll go down under as we travel with TNA stars to Australia. Total nonstop action wrestling continues to make a global impact. <laughs> oh, my fucking... God, I love. Okay, so there's a lot to unpack with that. See, I'm glad that it's a. I'm glad that that's something that I noticed, however long ago, and now they finally acknowledged it yeah. through a promo package. Yeah, I, that made me pop very hard. Yeah, as a big Sanjay guy. Oh as, yeah, as a big fresh off a tour to India guy. Yeah, yeah. Them doing a bit about Sanjay Dutt going to India. Is a masterclass in fucking storytelling, genuinely. Except they also brought Shark Boy and Simon Diamond for, and, for some reason. But like, but but Sanjay Dutt was there, and that's what really matters. See, this is why I said it's legit that like he's always fresh off a goddamn tour. And now we got video evidence. Like, see, so it, it seems like, all right, if Great Kali is the oh, Antonio no. Inoki mm -hmm. of Indian wrestling, yeah. Jesus Sanjay Dutt Christ. is clearly the giant Baba. <laughs> you're right. Because uh, you're not fuck. wrong. Fuck yeah, dude. New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan Pro Wrestling. We got New India and All India. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all India Pro Wrestling? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. You're damn right. Over there. 
You're Absolutely. damn right. Holy, kill the guy over there. You know, they're going crazy. Just fucking, yeah, you know, they're going crazy. Or shoot, chop, brain this dude. Yeah. Cool. The, the thing that made me, like, it, it just made me laugh was that, so you have Shark Boy, which makes sense. It's a TNA guy. Sanjay's cool, based. And they sent Simon the, Diamond. Simon <laughs> Diamond. I'm like, why the fuck is Simon Diamond doing this? Well, like, saw, I get... well, the people won't see, but I mean, we saw in the video there. I mean, all those Indian yeah. kids were going crazy with the fucking yeah, with the chin, were, with, the, were... with like the thinking pose. Yeah, does. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Man, they fucking love Simon Diamond over there. For and and you heard, reason. you heard, you heard the narrator said, "Bro, it's like one of the highest rated programs in all of India." He said they get hundreds of thousands of views over there. Cool. I mean, and you know yeah. what? It's crazy how that maintains the truth. Yeah, I'm pretty For sure like, like ever. still their biggest market. Crazy. I think it's just that Indian fans are just so depraved of wrestling that they'll take anything they can get. Yeah, and TNA will give them something. That sucks. Yeah. Shouts out Ring Cut King. Like, and, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know what the audience is like, but I'm sure that there are some rabid Indian AEW fans. Oh, I'm sure. It's probably worse than uh, the Western Twitter sphere. Of... Oh, God. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to get into that. Yeah. So we yeah. get back into some more action. We have Ron Killings versus Kenny King. I think, oh man, I thought they gave Kenny King a lot in this match. One. He got a little something. So, uh, Kenny King got too much. Something. He got a little Bro, something. He started this match. This guy that's not signed started this match attacking he, Ron Killings. On a heater. Yeah, yeah, that's all he got. On a not heater. Not all he got. That's what, that's, okay, to be fair, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't pay much attention, but I feel like that's all he got. No. He got really, a little more. He got, I'd say, about 70% of this match, and then uh, Ronnie Boy hit, the, hit his comeback and finish. That was it. I I just have to say, I appreciate Ron Killings' fit here. I thought it looked very good. Bro, that axe kick was dummy. Yeah. And the axe yeah. kick was very nice. And can you spin I think that he, much? I think he was wearing. Oh oh, I could spin as much as you want. I don't get dizzy, motherfucker. Uh, like damn, bro, you got the. Oh, you don't get that joke yet. Never mind. Uh, uh yeah, yeah I mean, but them uh, them fucking Bo Jacksons he was wearing. She they look good. Uh, Kenny King attacked Truth. He was dancing in the ring uh, during his entrance. Got got heat on him, and I guess he beat his ass up until the point Truth came back, kicked his ass a little bit, put him away with an axe kick, and then Bob is on the stage after the match. And Truth's like, "Look, dude, I'm fucking sick of this shit. So this three live crew, or whatever, we're done." Yeah, he doesn't even, he doesn't even let Bob talk. Yeah, and he starts like, fucking Good. breaking that shit. I thought Bro, was he was funny. breaking it down in that ring. I after. thought it was funny because he said. I'm sorry, Mr. Bullet Bob Armstrong. I was like, that's <laughs> Mr. Bullet Bob Armstrong? Mr. Bullet Bob Armstrong. All right. Mr. Bullet Bob Mr. Armstrong. Bob. Bob. I'm done. And he starts hitting that shit again. Bro, he started... I, I don't know if I've seen Truth. He went it. crazy. Like, he was fucking... He was fucking... Yeah, he was moving. I was like... Oh, he was crazy, bro. God, he was doing it. Fucking incredible. And so after this, I've got another little thing to play. Oh, so I'm gonna oh. fucking play that for a second, and we'll talk about this. This is a this is a recap of the story oh, of Raven so far. As we uh we slowly go towards what I I pray is the resolution, the I, final resolution I, of this goddamn story. I hope he dies. All right, so let's take a little listen. Zabisco believe. That I am the destruction of mankind. I'm sick of you, and I'm sick of it! And that I believe that I am the savior of TNA. You know, I may not be able to fire you, Raven. I'm stuck with you for right now. You know, some what? Say that the real animosity between me and Zabisco is because him and the championship committee 
never granted me another title shot. Still blaming me for what happened in Canada. It's Alright, hold on. First off, what about me? What about what Raven? About me? What about Raven? Shut the fuck up. 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 Alright, so I don't even remember this whole girlfriend gimmick. Have they been, I don't yeah, either. Been doing that? Yeah, yeah. Every time, every time Tabisco's like, yeah, your girlfriend, he's like, ah. Damn, I, remember that. I, I don't remember this either. So I, I was, I, I didn't even remember watching it last night when I watched this show. And there's another so. thing that we just heard that I wanted to bring up, but like, I already, I don't care. And it's already out of my brain. So what about uh, uh, uh title shot? Uh oh yeah yeah. Are yeah. automatic rematch clauses a thing in TNA? Like no idea. They... At least in kayfabe in WWE, it was like a contractual stip uh, stipulation. But no one, no, no, we don't know if that's like written into these people's contracts in TNA. So who cares if he didn't get his fucking title shots? Sorry, bro. Just go to the back of the line. Work your way back up. That's how it goes. You're not even supposed to be here. But Honestly, like, he, was supposed to, he was supposed to fucking get out of here as soon as he lost the goddamn title. But like, who cares if you didn't get your title shot back? I mean, so what? You were screwed. Sorry. You know what Raven can do? Go to Ring of Honor. Go to, go to Mexico. Go wrestle Vampiro in fucking AAA, bro. Go do something you other know, than this. You know what Raven could do? Go he, away. He could just sign this fucking contract and get hundreds of thousands of dollars up front and not wrestle. Yeah, I don't That's know what's not up with him. I if would I, do I that offered, in a heartbeat. If I were offered hundreds of thousands of dollars for free, of course I'd take it. Like, what? what? What's wrong with this guy? Whatever. So we get into the main event. We have Chris Harris with James Storm and Gail Kim versus Christian Cage, who is dressed far better now than he was in the opening segment of the show. Yeah. Thank and, God. Uh, James Storm tries to interfere as soon as the match start is about to begin. The, the, the fucking bell's even rung yet. So he's thrown out by referee Rudy Charles. Gail Kim gets a stay. Yeah. Thank God. So Gail starts instigating, and uh, this is after the match starts. So uh, Gail starts instigating with Christian Cage, and Harris takes his ass out ringside when he chases her around the corner. And he fucking blasts him. Uh, Harris gets a whole bunch of heat on Christian back in the ring. Multiple two counts on him. Uh, Gail gets her cheap shots in wherever she can. And then Christian starts coming back, hits the big roundhouse and tornado DDT for a two count. And then Gail just fucking, oh my God. Gail just super blatantly yep. starts just fucking doing shit yep. and and rudy charles is like ah it's whatever she's a woman it's fine yeah like she's like literally hitting christian fucking pulling on him grabbing at him and shit and rudy's like ah it's fine 
despite kicking out James Storm before the bell even rang. Yeah, there are three separate instances after, like, there's a title, there's a title hit in this, uh, yeah, title there's shot a belt hit. shot here. Yeah, so there are three instances after the belt shot with an distracted ref that the ref does see it does not that care. could be grounds for disqualification. It he doesn't just do does it. not call it. Doesn't do it. He does not do it. Yep. So uh, Christian misses the frog splash, kicks out at two, and Harris covers him. Uh, tries it on prettier, but Harris rakes his eyes, and then Harris gets the handcuff and tries to hit Christian in the face with them, but he dodges it. And then a ton of fucking bullshit happens. Uh, just so much bullshit. And then James Storm comes back to crack Christian in the face with the tag title. Uh, he leaves it in the ring like a fucking idiot. So Rudy turns around and sees oh, what happens. My God, uh, one dude. second Christian was standing there. The next second he's on the ground with the title belt on the mat. And he's like, oh, I don't know what happened here. What could have possibly had happened here? Uh, and James Storm is like cowering underneath. Not like, not like behind the apron or whatever. Just like. Outside of the ring, he's like laying on the ground, hiding from the referee. He's on, he's <laughs> on his hands and knees, bro. Yeah, he's he's hiding. Style. Yeah. And then the ref turns around, picks up the goddamn belt. Looks like, around. He looks around. The crowd is pointing at fucking Chris Jake, Harris. Yeah. He's like, yo! Hey, it was his fault. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, huh, I'll just uh, drop it to the side over here. It's cool. Yeah. yeah? Uh, Damn right. So, so <laughs> Harris makes a cover. I really thought this was the end of the match, but Christian kicks out at two. Uh, so Harris picks him up, goes for catatonic, gets reversed into the unprettier, but he stops for a second. Yeah. Takes James Storm out off the apron, using yeah. Harris to do so. So James Storm, James Storm has been kicked I, out of the I, match. I, I, first off, first off, first off. All right. So the first part that was grounds for disqualification, after the belt shot, um, after the belt shot, when Christian kicks out, Gale slides, uh, Janetti, the fucking handcuffs. <laughs> Harris. Yeah, I can think of Janetti. <laughs> oh my. That's crazy. Bro, if it's not James Storm, <laughs> I do not care. Fair enough. Uh so he he she slid Harris the handcuffs. Christian kicks out. The ref takes the goddamn handcuffs off Chris Harris' hand. He's like, what the he's fuck? Bro? He takes out yeah, he's hand. like, what the fuck, bro? What are you doing? And then after that is when James Storm comes up on the apron. He physically lays hands on Christian, not a DQ. And then, you know, Christian throws Harris into him to knock him off. Knock him off. And I forgot what, but there's one more point that's a grounds for DQ that's not called unprettier one, two, three. Yes, it's the unprettier. The Jeff Jarrett attacks him immediately. Then after enough ass kicking, he escapes. And he's walking up the ramp looking at the ring when Monty Brown rushes him from behind out of the tunnel and they all kick his fucking ass together. Just everyone kicks Christian's ass. So, yeah. that, so then Monty Brown pounces him. Jarrett strokes him onto the title and that's a Christmas present from old Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Merry Christmas, Christian Cage. And that's the end of the show. Yeah. We go off the air with them beating the fucking tar out of the baby face. You know, the, the show could never just go off the air. No, they always have to fucking never. beat the shit out of someone and then go off the air. And it's always Jeff Jarrett and his crew being like, yeah, what? Like, like, it would be cool if after the Christian match, it just went off the air. Mm -hmm. But no. Yeah, it's crazy because when the match ended, or like if the final sequence was happening, it was like 39 minutes out of 42. And I was like, what could what? possibly still happen? That was my exact thought. I was like, what the fuck? fuck is gonna happen and it's just, and just too much getting his ass beat mm -hmm. they've been doing this for like the last month 
two months of the show where they're like, oh yeah, we're just going to throw something in at the end because we need to throw it in there. It's got to get in there. It's got to make the show. Since they've the been end. doing it forever. Since te- Well, yeah, but it's been more egregious since Team 3D Came yeah, out. yeah. But the thing that pisses me off, though, is uh, our friend Shane Douglas takes up so much TV time that maybe we could throw another full segment of most of the bullshit that we see at the end in there, though. Oh, like, thing, fuck. When, uh, during the Bullet Bob promo, he called him Sean. Well, that was funny. Rough. Yeah. Uh, I do. There is something I forgot to mention. Uh, well, with the... I mean, quite honestly, I'm surprised they didn't manage to sneak in one more Shane Douglas promo in at the end there. I Run agree. Up to the ring, fucking ask Jeff Jarrett about kicking Christian Cage's ass. There. So Jeff has a feel. Pretty damn good. Slap nuts. Let's see. They could have cut to the back and uh, could have been talking to Samoa Joe, who's seething in the corner with his brown towel at this point. <laughs> could have just been like, Joe, you better. Fucking talk to me, you bitch. You better put respect on my name. I'm the reason you get a job right now. Say something, whore. And then he will. And then he will. And then he'll say, I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. And then it'll suck. Then it will suck. Yeah, they could have done that. <laughs> um, Actually, I thought about it. I'm sure they did. They said, damn, how do we jabroni one more person before we get off the fucking air? Hey, hey, AJ Styles, wear this Ric Flair robe. Oh, literally. Oh. He's better than you. And you know it. Uh, but yeah, man, that was a TNA Impact from December 24th, Christmas Eve, 2005. Uh, there was one thing I for, I forgot to mention at the beginning segment. Like, I know that you guys don't care anymore, but... Feel free. I, my, my business mind was yelling about this. So when they were doing the present shit uh, with Matt Bentley and Christian... They didn't bring out like an action figure, that's and I'm like, I, bro. I thought the yeah, same thing. That's I what I mean. Like, Why didn't you show your fucking also, action figures? That. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, should have yeah. shown Why the action figure. You show merchandise like, and shit. What's wrong? Yeah, with brother. I guarantee that they had a couple of action figures or something. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Christian could have been like, oh yeah, look, look at uh, look at a mini version of me, slap nuts or something like that. That would have been funny. They could have a character figure and fucking stomped it out in the ring, or like exactly somebody just a a TNA shirt or something just. Yeah, we got merch. Mm-hmm. But nah, you just had to go dress up in WWF gear and promote the WWF. Genuinely crazy that they said, "Yeah, we wear a WWF." So shirt wild, so crazy. Because Jeff like, Jarrett's TNA shirts aren't uh, as iconic to the viewer. Their hell first no. segment of the show was uh, promoting WWF. Yep, incredible Good job. See, this is why the company's in the goddamn shape it's in forever. Ever. Yeah. Because they just can't. They literally have such a hard time promoting themselves. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, that's that. Oh, TNA, that TNA. TNA as ever. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Probably, so give that one like a. Oh, that shit was terrible. Like a one point. Dude, they get they get worse. It's getting worse. Yeah, like, God damn! What did I rate last week? Like uh, a, I think we like had it at a two. Two was it that low? Or yeah, I I had it at like a I had like a three or four. This is definitely worse. So I mean. No, I'll give this, I'll give this a, episode out of five a one. Out of ten, I'm, I would give this show a three. I'm giving it a three. I I would give it a two off of the strength of the finish of Abyss and Saban because I really did like it. Fair enough. I liked the Abyss and Saban thing, and I liked the India promo because yeah, that India shit popped me pretty. Okay, good. Yeah. You know what? I'm like, at half a point. point. Right, yeah, yeah two point five. So they get a yeah. 1.5 for me because I, I will give it a three. Academy. 
Um, yeah, I don't know, man. TNA, I, I said in the in our group chat, TNA's gonna step it up because uh, I, yeah, I don't is, care. Uh, I don't yeah, care. It, it, are we really gonna have? Are we? It's fucked up that we're you know. First, we were like, damn, but Samoa just gonna get here. It's gonna get better. Yeah. Christian Cage is gonna get here. It's gonna get better. Gonna get better. Kurt Angle's gonna get here. It's gonna get better. Uh, <laughs> true, but that one's so far away. Yeah, we got it's nine so months. Far away. We got nine months in real life and in TV to get there. That's a yeah. baby. That is a baby's yeah, amount of baby. time. Yeah, we got a baby. A, a baby Perk Angle is currently yeah, in the womb of freaking Liberty. Kurt Angle. Yeah. God, I can't wait. wait. Birth. Fucked up. <laughs> I cannot fucking wait. Anyways, so I think it is now time for the main event of the 58th episode of Taking Liberties Processing Podcast, where yeah. this week, at the recommendation of one Marquise, mm-hmm. we revisited, uh, we took a, a gander at the second episode of WWE Total Divas. Yeah. Subtitled, A Tango with Fandango. Nope, that's not his name. Fan-dango. Yes, this title does not rhyme because his name is A Tango not... with Fandango? Well, that's not how that word's pronounced either, A so this, this title does not rhyme. Tango with Fandango. True. With, with, with Fandango. Brother, okay, so the fucking thumbnail of this episode had the oh, yeah. just pouring into my eyeballs i was like oh my brother yeah as this episode was going i was trying to piece together if this was the episode that i thought it was like because i I definitely remember an episode where you know eve was trying to do the fondango thing and her boyfriend randomly appears but i didn't remember if it was the same episode yeah it is yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I this episode. Okay. Look, okay. I, I, I have for a second, bro. Just one second. Yeah. To be real. Yeah. This episode is full of so much fucking like just. I guess you'd call it tea. Like, bro, just so much, so much drama and lying and bullshit. I remember when I was watching this episode for you know this review. I remember thinking to myself. Damn, like I'm sure that because I definitely I watched like the first three or four seasons of Total Divas. Yep. So I I probably thought to myself as a when did this come out? 2013. Yeah. As a 15 year old. God. Yeah. This is probably why. Like like episode two is why I would watch this show because it was just um, oh my god because not only was there all the fucking gossip and drama. But like you, you saw like stage production mm-hmm. and the backstage happenings and shit like that. Yeah, you're like a lot of more of that. That's the too. shit that I wanted to see. The mechanics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you wanted to figure out why something happened and not the actual happening. We well, see that's crazy because quote. Total Divas is a fucking time capsule of shit that happened eight months ago on TV. So good. Yeah. So then, so, so then people who watched. Okay, spoilers. So this is the episode where Eva dances with Fandango on TV, and it sucks. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, there's that oh. time where they actually did do that on TV once. Yeah. And now you, eight months later, get to see how that happened yeah. and why they let it happen. See, it's so crazy, because I'm just thinking... We'll get to it. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, okay so, so the episode starts. Hold on, hold on. Can I, can I say one thing? Absolutely. Yeah. So, 
as Marquise said, when this came out in 2013, I was 12 years old. And I think I said it when we did episode one of the show. I used to watch this with my sister. This is when my sister and I, like, fell in love with the show. Because one, my sister used to watch, like, The Real Housewives and a bunch of shit on VH1. Oh, so this speaks to her. This is her shit. Yeah. She, I, I can literally, I, I have a, I have a line about her that we will talk about. Um, it is a joke. If my sister ever hears this, you know I love you. But, um, holy fuck, a lot of shit cooked in my brain. This but, is, um, like episode but this one, is so is good. Episode you watch because you're a wrestling fan. But episode two is the episode that anybody can watch. Because it's and car crash television. It's car crash drama reality That's television, so bro. Good. Yeah. And as a yeah. fan of car crash bullshit television and wrestling, this I remembered everything in this episode. Oh, as I it was too. going on. I saw something, bro. I was like, I remember this. Yeah. Uh it uh every this aspect, was, I was like, every little thing. Marquise, thank you so much. Because I was like, man, TNA fucking sucked. I, I, I hope this is the Total Divas. I remember it, and it... Yeah, it, uh, it oh, yeah, baby. All right, all right. I'm, I'm ready Total, now. Total Divas right. really just brings the life out of us in the best of ways. Total Divas makes taking liberties go crazy. It also, it also brings the caps lock out of me in my notes. Yeah, it, it just, does for me, too. It just brings <laughs> back a time where... I was much more invested in my wrestling. Oh, so was I. Oh, man, I cared a lot more back then. These memories are are good memories for that reason. Yeah, and this is around the time I'm first starting to watch wrestling. So I'm I'm really in the honeymoon phase. See, it's crazy. It's crazy that you got this so early in your time as a wrestling fan. Because, like, I mean, Marquise and I can definitely speak to, you know, being wrestling fans when Raw is war was still war, you know? Yeah. And, uh. Man, having something like this is, like, really mind-blowing for a little 13... Because I was 13 or so when this started airing. So, like, fuck. My brain was exploded when I saw this type of shit. It's so crazy, dude. It's and just... this, is, this, is where, this is where my investment in, like, the behind the curtain, so to speak, began. See, I agree. Is, this isn't my investment. The reason that I watched Total Divas is because I wanted more... I wanted more behind the scenes bullshit, even though, I mean, I know it's reality television, so I know it's not like a jammed up. Yeah, but I just, I just needed it all. Mm-hmm. I needed, I, I, at this point, I did not care about kayfabe at all. I wanted yeah. all the backstage bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I agree. I was like That's that too. Where it began for me was the show. Cause I think, so I'm sure I've mentioned before, like the first like match outcome I knew of beforehand was the Brock Lesnar Undertaker match, mm-hmm. and I didn't believe mm-hmm. it when I was told, but I was told like four months before the angle even began that that's what the plan was, and I was like, "What? It's crazy." But yeah, getting mm-hmm. to the actual episode, the memories were truly coursing as soon as they had. So we start out with uh, Eva Marie and JoJo. Uh, they're they're off to the side of the stage during uh, an airing of Raw, a taping, if you will. Yeah. And uh, Eva starts just immediately getting delusions of grandeur as she does throughout this entire show. She sees uh, Fandango come out dancing with the brunette woman who actually knows how to dance. Shouts out to her. This was my favorite Fandango dancer. By far. Easily the best. Yeah. Oh, agreed. Oh, hired by her full far. Time. Honestly. I don't know why they kept fucking around. Because they had to give Summary a job and she could kind of dance. Sort of. 
kind of. See, it's fucked because Summer Rae just did what Eva wanted to do. But actually did it. But actually did it. But actually did it. Yeah, it actually got on TV. Crazy. Consistently. Yeah. For years. Yeah. And she was um, DLC in uh, 2K14. Damn right. Damn right. Unfortunately. I got this fish for you. <laughs> this fish is Lana. Good times. This fish is Lana. <laughs> See, okay, so... Chugging a fish. Awesome. Yeah, so... So Eva, as Andrew said, uh, is like, man, I could do that. That could be, you know, my way to the main roster. That's how I make the big money. And yeah, you know, because I was like, I like that's a that's a good mindset. But then but she says, divas, you're already set. But but the thing that pisses me off that she says she's like, I'm not trying to go learn how to wrestle for six to nine months. I'm like, Dude, you think even. six she to nine like, months? Yeah, she oh, was like, girl. she's like, yeah, I'm not trying to go down. Yeah, this fucking part got me. She's like, I'm not trying to go down to wrestling school to learn for six, seven months, maybe a year. I'm thinking, oh wow, you think you you think you're gonna get that good that fast with like no athletic background? Shit. It's incredible dude. she says that considering the years of experience she wound up having and, and never it's being good. Still not good. Yeah. yeah and she's still because I can only think of one good match she's ever had. And it was against Carmella of all people. Bro, how yeah. do you she they wanted her so so bad fucking so badly. bad. They wanted her so badly that they sent her out personally to, to Brian train Kendrick. with Brian Kendrick in California. Yeah. That wasn't good enough. Still wasn't. Yeah, bro. I want to. Okay. Well, oh, oh, that that unlocked Depending, a memory for me. I, just, I have to talk to him first, but I might want to train with Brian Kendrick in Los Angeles, California, or whatever the fuck. Maybe I have to talk to him I mean, first. From what I can tell, he's not still a weirdo. I know, but I gotta see where I gotta see where he's at. So I mean, I wouldn't mind. So, talk to to my knowledge, to my knowledge, also, he's not a weirdo conspiracy theorist. He's, he's but not, he's not one of those people that ever like weaponized his beliefs i guess to, to speak we're like warrior warrior was a fucking ass oh kid. fucking brother jim helwig yeah he he weaponized his beliefs whereas i mean sure brian kendrick had some pretty fucking outlandish beliefs but i don't think i feel like it was just more of like a what if sort of thing than jim helwig being like yeah gay people all need to die yeah that's some crazy talk bro um speaking of crazy talk oh you want to say something yeah uh no 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 i was i I think i was gonna bring up what you were gonna bring up and then i have a comment to what you're gonna bring up well i was just gonna move on yeah 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 yeah. okay yeah so speaking of crazy talk ariane is trying to pick an outfit to wear on tv this week and she's like damn you know sandra really ain't got it with our gear bro and trini's like well you know every time we ask her to make her something it's last minute and it's like right before we gotta fucking go out and she's like, and I'm like, I'm gonna look sexy two... out there, girl. Like, girl, bye. I'm trying to look, you know, I'm trying to look the bomb.com and shit and whatever, you know, Ariane, yeah, so Ariane thing. When I heard that, I was thinking, damn, these two are on completely different fucking train of thought here. Well, yeah, it was this apparent already. Yeah. And I was oh, like, Ariane, oh Ariane, sick of this. Ariane wants to look sexy and whatever. Trinity's trying running to cover about her up. fucking gear being late all the time. Yeah. She's trying, so, to she's trying to cover up. Yeah. So, so the other way I was looking at it too is like, Trinity has Trinity and Ariane are two very different body types because one has things that could fall out and one does not, and one needs well, stuff. Also, to... they're completely different people mentally, entirely yeah. different people. Oh no, no, no but I'm, I'm saying really from opposites. the gear from the gear perspective though, like 
Trinity well, wants something. Trinity needs to cover all that, bro. Like, yeah, John, yeah. Bro, John Uso says something about it later. The but cookie was yeah. hanging out, bro. The, co the cookie. Yeah, but cookie. but yeah. the thing that popped me though is uh, fucking, and I always said this, and I don't think anybody ever like gave me my props for it, even though I I, I don't know, maybe I'm just an evil genius. Uh, it, uh Trinity's wearing the AJ Lee shirt with uh the spider logo on it, and I'm like, that's just Roman's logo. True. It's, just the, it's literally <laughs> just the Roman Reigns the, the logo. With, R but, logo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. It's literally just his logo. That's like the fucking the little Trident bullshit kind of reminds me of Aquaman. Yeah. All the yeah. 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 It's just with, take just take the take the webbing the spider out and it's Roman's logo. I don't know. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. But he's a tribal. Also, I will never like something will happen later in the show from Miss Sandra. You never oh disrespect Miss Sandra. Sandra. She deserves so much better. So Arian every time, every every time I hear Arian shit on Sandra, I'm like, it's oh, so, bitch. I'm so tired yeah, of it. It's bro. so <laughs> fucked up. Like, I'm just over. And we're two. Up. We're 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 an episode and not even a quarter in, and she's already like, oh my god, girl, bye, girl, bye, you suck, girl, bye, you suck. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, because Trin Trinity was all like, look, dude, the last thing we need to do is piss off Sandra. Like honestly, she's the girl. So why are you doing this? It's like, yep. trust me. Just just trust just me, Trin. Yeah. Girl, so Bro, just trust me. So we move on to oh, some of the, this is the beginning of the, what, in my opinion, is the most iconic part of this entire franchise, like ever. So, oh, <laughs> oh. so, so Nikki and Bray decide it's time to get their men involved. In oh, shit. and I feel yes, so bad for Daniel, just incredible. Oh, fucking. awful. Brian Danielson and John Cena do not need to deal with this. Also, shit. This is the first, like. I feel like major lie that they told in the series, to my knowledge. Oh yeah. The second one comes at the end of the at the end of the episode. Actually, <laughs> you're goddamn right. But, um, the first one, Brian Danielson, at in 2013 lived in San Diego. Yeah, not correct. in Washington. Yeah, but the correct. house is nice. Sure. I so something I, else I live in that house. I think yeah. just uh also like definitely popped in my head which i know we talked about during episode one but uh i don't know i just came to the realization that i think the other reason why i'm such a big brian danielson guy is because oh, i no, watched this show definitely made him super over with me yeah it helped out a it lot. made it made him so over with me because i'm like holy fuck how is he how is he sane yeah how is he sane? D daniel bryan and jimmy uso are by okay and john cena to an extent as well are like by far the three of the most based characters and of course in a show about women the most based characters are the men john cena but, for completely uh, different reasons though for very different he's reasons correct. he's differently based john oose and brian danderson are based, based for the because same reason they're based because they're based john cena <laughs> is based because he's a fucking weird <laughs> and i love That's him yeah. very true i love john cena bro that guy does not care he doesn't have to yeah that's the thing he doesn't, he doesn't fucking have, have to, to. <laughs> yeah so they yeah uh, they all yeah. get on to uh, John's private bus, mm -hmm. and they get on John's private plane, and they ship out, and we cut back to uh, Natalia, Eva, and JoJo in catering, mm -hmm. and uh, you know JoJo's eating her brownies and ice cream and shit. She's like, I'm 19. I can fucking do this. I don't care. Yeah, and Natalia's like, we gotta wear spandex for a living. You might want to stuff your face. And JoJo's like, I'm 19. Also, That's I'm fun. not gonna get in the ring. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. Yeah. 
but uh so they're, so they're catering and eva brings up fandango and the dancer and uh you know as soon as they're talking about him he just immediately comes through because it's reality television mm -hmm. of course of course and then he's like oh my god eva you are so fucking hot so holy shit do you want to have sex all right so when i was a kid i remember i remember, I remember watching the weirdo i remember watching the show as a kid and thinking damn fandango's kind of cool like he got over with me because of the show but as I'm watching this now, I'm thinking, like, this guy's a fucking yeah. creep. Who, no, I thought that who, when I first watched this. No, this okay. So, I found people, dude. Like, what's up? So, you're, you're again, Herbert Chris from Tough Enough hiding in the water, talking about, don't get too close to me, you'll end up hurting. Yeah, but I agree. Is, but the thing is, like, they both do that to each other. Eva and and Fondango. So it's just like really, really fucked up. Well, we'll find out why. Because so, I, mean, I would say from both parties, there are definitely points in their dialogue that are like borderline, if not just like actual harassment. Oh no, it's, I mean it definitely becomes harassment at one point. Like, yeah. But like all from the way. both parties, and it's so strange. It's so, so yeah, but we'll, we'll talk about that. When when I was a kid, though, like my sister was like, "Hey, if you're ever like that to a woman, I will kill you." I'm like, "Okay, got it." So because I, I don't know, yeah. I just I don't at the time. I see, just thought see, it was here's cool. the thing. Okay, here's the thing. He comes in swearing right, shit. All right, the thing that I I think the reason that I thought that he was cool because while everyone else is trying to portray a real person. He's, he's still just, just Fondango. Like, this he's is working. This is yeah, Fondango in the world of, like, real people. What? Yeah, it's Fondango in real life. Yeah. This is not John Curtis. No, this, this is, is not playing John a role Curtis. On TV. Yeah, this is, this is Fondango fucking alongside Eva Marie and Jojo Offerman and, like, Natty Neidhart and all these yeah. other fucking people. Yeah, this is this is Fondango amongst real people. Yeah, yeah and I this like, is also... Not, these are not personalities. These I think, are real people. I think that's why I thought it was cool back then, but as I'm... Fondango was also now, so over back then. He, so he was incredibly weird. over back then. So I think that's the other thing too. But yeah, Eva asked him about how Ayeli has a different woman with him when he does his entrance. Like, oh, well, we just get a woman every time we go to, but we'd like to get someone permanent. And she's like, oh, well, well, I, you know, maybe you know, I can dance a little bit. And I, I have a ballroom dancing oh, background. Yeah, just fucking keep lying, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I, as soon as she said, my. I knew from the title of this episode what the, what was gonna happen here. Yeah. But like watching it on film was painful. As you should with a good show. Yeah, but like I well, agree. I, as a, I could, we'll talk about it more. This shit's crazy. Yeah. So BG James is. Oh my. <laughs> dude, this shit popped me, bro. Dude, I, I saw this guy. I was like, no way. God, no way. Dude, I was like, why the fuck is BG James on my screen? I'm not watching TNA. Go away. Go away. Go away. Go away. Yeah, but his no, name was Brian yeah. James. Yeah, it was yeah. It's fuck. They didn't even introduce him as Road Dog, even though everyone would have known him as Road Dog. Yeah, uh, the Road Dog. So, yeah, He's about so, to come back too. So, so yeah, I don't know why you would just not call him Road Dog. The but, Bellas are know. sitting together on a on a production case out back somewhere, and BG approaches them and says, "All right, girl, so Bree, you got a match tonight with Naomi. Mm -hmm. uh, you ain't got much time, and you know your you know what your you know what your uh, you know what your uh." Your talent is. No, uh, no, he said. Uh, he basically says, "I want your finish to be twin magic because only you can do it." Yeah, but he, he said, oh, yeah. "You know what your job is tonight." He's like, "You're the heel." And at first, I thought he was going to imply you ain't got no time, <laughs> which he already told me I ain't got no time. But yeah. he's like, when he said, yeah. when he said, you know what your role is tonight," I honestly thought he meant. I thought he was implying that they're the piss break. <laughs> Damn. I thought Damn. that's what he was implying to her. I mean, probably in 2013, yeah. But he was telling her to be a heel. Do twin magic, do whatever. 
And uh, so <laughs> they cut to the ending of that match they have outside in the, in, in the ring. And they do the twin magic. And then somehow they get disqualified after the match. And there's a big fight that happens. And the, the Bellas just kick uh, Naomi and Cameron's asses. Yeah. Distinction. And uh, mm -hmm. beat their ass, leave. Like, oh, yeah, we love this shit. This is the best shit ever, bro. We get to kick ass and walk out and have sex with our very top-tier rich men that run this goddamn company. We love this shit. Yeah, awesome. So, uh, <laughs> Eva remains on her bullshit, and she's talking with, uh, I think she goes to, up to, uh, Mark Carano, and is like, Yeah, correct. Yeah, I, yeah, I was wondering about the Fondango dancing Oh, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. First, she can't ballroom dance, and we know that's a lie. So the first person that finds out is JoJo. Yeah, JoJo's like, Yeah. Dance? She's like, no, not really. She's like, no, I've never Hell no. I don't know how to dance. She's yeah. like, what are you doing? And that's literally JoJo's position as Eva's friend for this entire first season is what are you doing? Literally. JoJo yeah. is the only fucking voice of reason this entire show for the first season. I yeah. And Trinity and You're Jojo. damn right. Yeah, Trinity, yeah, Trinity. and John Uso. And John Uso. And, and Brian, Brian Danielson. Yeah, and John yeah. Cena. No. No, he is different not. Reasons. <laughs> okay. He's on he's on different times. <laughs> okay, yeah. John, 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 John yeah, Cena. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's the voice of Arena reason. I no, think he's, he's just the voice based. of John Cena's reason. Yeah, his voice of his damn right. Voice yeah, is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I saw Mark Carano and I'm like, oh, you fucking. I I just saw Mark Carano and I'm like, man, you are a fucking Mark. I forgot that you were. so huge right now. Because she goes up to Mark Carano and a Jane Gettys. Whatever her name is. And she's like, yeah, what's 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 the deal with uh Fandingo over there fucking with his woman and shit? Uh I want to be his woman and shit. And they're like, damn, can you dance? She's like, I can dance. And I'm like, damn, I have a ballroom background. She's like, why didn't you tell us you could dance? And she's like, I just never mentioned it. Yeah, I didn't know he could dance till now. Yeah, don't worry about that. They're like, all right, well, uh, you know, we'll see about what we can do, and we'll see about a tryout for you, maybe, and we'll we'll see what's popping, right? Well, all right. So first off, they're like, they said this weird shit that would actually never happen in wrestling. They're like, never. Yeah. All right. So um, you need to go and consult Fondango about whether or not he wants you to be his dancer. I'm like, is that how that works? No, dude. Hell <laughs> no. Is that how this works? I think you got to go to uh Michael Hayes. Pretty much, but yeah, he's like, yeah, go consult Fondango, and then uh, if he says yes, we'll go ahead uh, next week with rehearsals. Yeah, so all that happens, and uh, oh man, so JoJo's creeping, and oh man, oh so I I think oh, I think it's so right. creepy. Hold on, I think that we should keep in mind all this time that uh, that Eva is trying to get with Fondango. She is like flirting her ass off. Like she is basically saying, "Well, no, they're being like horny all... high schoolers." Well, yeah, but like at all times, she's pretty much saying to Fondango, "God damn, I just want to fuck you." Like, there's one point, there's one point where they're being fucking weirdos backstage. JoJo's like, "What the fuck are y'all talking about?" Oh yeah, and, and I forgot what they were. They were just like jabbing back and forth, and I forgot what exactly they were saying. I I, but I know what Fondango they say. was like. Yeah, I'm gonna go and uh, take a shower now. I'll be uh, thinking about yeah. you. I'll be thinking about you. And then Eva's like, uh, in the shower. What? Yeah, he was like, I'll be thinking about you in the shower. And then Eva's like, yeah, uh, should I go scrub his back? And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Crazy. Dude. Crazy. Just, so horny. It's so horny. And then it's like, oh, Andrew. So you, horny. And, yeah, yeah. Just, just say, the, say the damn thing. 
Yeah, well, at this point, I, I made the assertion in my notes that Eva has to be some sort of, like, a pathological liar. Damn. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, like I said, I respect the hustle. I can holy speak from experience. Uh, my own mother is a pathological liar. So I, I can I can usually tell when someone just likes telling lies. And it seems like Eva Marie is a fan of telling them them little fibs, if you will. Little so, white lies. This is this is actually the point where everybody, all the all the I, I wrote in my notes, I call them the Bella Nation. Uh, <laughs> the Bellas and their men. This is when they actually get on the, the Bella Army, bro. It's the Bella Army. Uh so when they're on the plane, yeah. uh Nikki takes a minute to fucking suck John Cena off, metaphorically, of course. Dude. Uh, and then so Nikki, much and then sucking. She really wanted to do it literally. Yeah, she did. The only thing stopped on was that fucking Brian was there. Yeah, orgy yeah, on the plane. If it was just Bree, she, she would have done it. She'd have done it. They would have yeah, both yeah, done damn it. Right. <laughs> Maybe. Oh God, uh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Nikki starts gossiping on the plane with the boys and the girl about how much of a fucking whore even Maria is. Like she's like, oh my God, can you fucking? And John's like fucking dying over. He's like, I felt. I feel like. All right, so during this scene, I feel like this is probably the only legitimate thing that John Cena has ever actually said in this entire show. Oh, my God, dude. Because he didn't even know her name, but he was like, you know, I kind of like that redhead. She's kind of bold. She's got fire. She wants to kind of get herself out there, and that's what you need to do in this business. And Nikki was like, what the fuck are you on about, bro? Nikki was was John was right. No, he was right, but I feel like that was the only legitimate thing that he's ever said in this entire show. Yeah, I agree. I wrote in my notes that he said the wrong thing. No, he did. <laughs> I mean, it was the right thing, but it was the wrong thing in the in the moment. Wrong person to say it to. Yeah. Wrong situation to say it. Yeah, but I think Nikki understood what he really meant. Yeah. But uh, so so we cut to Eva in her hotel room, uh, with with JoJo, when knock on her door. Who could this possibly fucking be? <laughs> she opens the Ooh, door bro. to see her boyfriend Jonathan, big, bald, muscular, and bald, and her boyfriend hairless. that she is not mentioned. Not, not, not once. one time, not even alluded until, to. Literally, up until there was a knock on the door. Yep. Uh, so JoJo needs a moment to absorb what she's seeing because she cannot believe that her friend is on bullshit like this. Yeah, she can't believe that one, uh, even didn't tell anybody that she was in a relationship, and two, she was doing all those heavy ass flirting with Fondongo. Heavy, just fucking damn near heavy petting, bro. Like, I swear to God, dude was about to fucking get his cock groped or something. Something. He gets backwashed in the shower. <laughs> Metaphorically. Almost literally. Yeah. Uh, different kind of backstrokes, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, John brought a box of donuts from a spot that they went to on their forest date. Which I don't in. believe, because he brought an entire box of donuts in his fucking luggage from California to no, Florida. No way. And none of them were crushed. Like, bro. No way. Bro. I mean, the box seemed a little bit worse for wear, but none of the... Okay. Especially when there was a fucking, uh... Well, in the box... One of those donuts were, like, very intricately designed, and it wasn't fucked up at all. One of those donuts wasn't a donut. It was a box. Inside of a box. Box inside of a box inside of a box. Yeah, this guy, John, is box man, because inside that little box, inside of a box of donuts, Mm -hmm. was a goddamn diamond ring. Yep. Oh, um, they've been in a relationship for two and a half months. Yep. John said, yep. you know, I tried to, I, it took me two hours to try to spend a, spend time with you on our first date. But ever since that moment, I just knew, looking into your eyes, this had to be with you. I just had to make you mine. Yeah, you he, the says, one for me. he says, now this is some shit that you know that they definitely wrote for fucking television. Because he's like, you know, I've had this dream in my mind of the perfect woman. And ever since our 
first date, ever since those two hours together, you've blown the looks, the personality, everything, the athleticism, all those things out of the water. And I'm like, bro, no person actually talks like this. He thinks he's Shakespeare. Like, no, no one, no, no one one's been like talking this. like this since at least I, 1500. Yeah, bro. no one no I, speaks like this. Like, you can, you can say that your lady is beautiful and gorgeous without like, all, that. all that. Without going to a Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I wrote down this in my notes, and this is how my sister and I felt at the time. This is how I feel now still. I think Jonathan is the biggest fucking chud in the history of Dude, like, literally. Right, so I wasn't going to say just this a chud. because it's like a fucked opinion, but it's something that my dad said that lives with me. Uh, and there, there are a lot of things about wrestling that my dad have said that are live with me, some more fucked than others. Something about innocence. Something about innocence, something about mouths, you know, so what? some weird uh, What? Uh, but one thing that my dad said to me that stuck out, and like, I know you shouldn't brand people, but I can kind of see it. Anyway, I remember he said, we were watching Total Divas, and he's like, yeah, this guy uh, looks like he probably beats her. I was like, oh my god. You know what's funny? Dude, you know what's so funny about that? My dad said the same thing. Okay, so... <laughs> we called him Wife Beater John. That's what my dad called him. My dad just called him the Wife Beater. <laughs> That's... Good <laughs> lord. Alright, good so... Lord. There might be some credence to that i'm not gonna you know confirm nor deny i don't know this man i don't know i'm pretty sure you know they're, i'm pretty this? sure they're not dating anymore no but you know what i can't say one thing about this man and i wrote it in my notes right there for everybody here in the call to see i wrote he's moving hella mad for a woman that doesn't even seem to want him all caps that much yeah i agree i agree. doesn't even want him that much uh, because she didn't notice she didn't, she didn't mention him one time nope. and she seemed uh i don't want to i mean she seemed happy to see him but not like the way she should have well, yep, she opened the I door agree. and then slammed it in his face. And then no way! Again, yeah. yeah, no way you're here. Yeah, no, I'm trying to fuck John Curtis. It's like it's like she just wasn't. So, so she forgot about it. <laughs> My biggest thing about this is that in 2013, they're expecting me to believe that this long distance relationship couple that have apparently been together for two and a half months uh, were in in no way communication that he was just gonna go see her. But he knew exactly where she was staying. That's crazy. Down to the hotel room. You know, he had her turn her location on after the first date. <laughs> was that a thing that people cared about in 2013, though? If you're know. a white beater, maybe. True. True. Just saying. I mean, I don't know. The evidence is starting to compile. Ah, you know. Might have to keep our eyes on this know? in the future. Ah. You might be on something. Might have to get out a new corkboard. Fuck Jeff Jarrett and Tina Management. Oh, is John a wife beater? Damn. No. It's crazy. I I no. You know. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, isn't he like MMA? I didn't like, pick it up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like a I'm pretty sure it's an athlete of some sort because he gets that I'm pretty sure he, they have John Triumph so, and Vinny. Yeah, he's, he's, he's like an MMA fighter, I'm pretty sure. So so yeah, yeah, yeah. So back in my 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 true beginning of Markdom on my first Instagram account, I followed fucking everybody I could. And uh, I followed him. And he he owns a gym, him and Eva, uh, and they have like their own supplements, and they 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 they're gym bros. They He's a gym bro. You know, I I let me get the scientists on it, but I want to say yes. 
No way, that's crazy. That is crazy. I, I want I want to say yes. Let me get the scientists on it. Hey, well, to be fair, hey, how many people could really I gave you moldy? Like I gave you moldy True. bread this week. You better fucking be happy about it. God, it's, it's crazy to me that both our dads have the same fucking thought about them. And to be fair, I see it. So yeah, I see it too. Which is I mean, why I thought never, back then. Well, me too. So, which is why it's never left me. Yeah. So they've been together since 2014. They are still wow. together. Uh. He has an MBA, which is good for him, and he has a certificate of master trainer at uh, NemFit, which is their gym, and their and Eva Marie's daily <laughs> he workout. A fucking certificate for You're damn right, he did. That's awesome, dude. Open a company just to get himself certifications, bro. That's just like fucking. That's just like starting a wrestling show and giving yourself the goddamn strap. Like, yeah, uh, I got certificate. I got qualifications. Exactly. Incredible. Crazy. So yeah, uh, they're engaged now. Uh, so Eva goes to show JoJo the ring and her own part of their, uh, I guess it's like a two-part uh, hotel room. So she goes over to her and she's like, "Oh my god!" And and JoJo looks at her like, "What, bitch? Really? Yeah. What's yeah, going dude. on here? I I don't know either, honestly. Yeah. So so let me cut to Ariane and her man's Vinny. So they're, they're wait, 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 wait. I have a very, I have a very specific thing to say mm. about this. So JoJo is, and I should, I should have looked this up before I said anything because I might look like an idiot now. But uh, JoJo talking about uh, about Eva maybe cheating <laughs> is very yeah. ironic and and indicative of uh, things that will happen in JoJo's future in her career. That's all I will say. Yeah, something about a guy named Wyndham, allegedly, allegedly. But yeah, Ariane and her man's vineyard driving together, and she tries to fucking assault him when he expertly blocks the attack. She also tries to make him feel stupid because, like, she's calling up this dude or whatever to make the make their gear, and yeah. she's like, "Um, it's gonna it's gonna have all these goddamn like rhinestones and sparkles and shit on it." Yeah, and then so he says, "Yeah, so it's uh it's gonna be like um, I think he said it's gonna be like." Sparkle and glimmer, or something. Yeah, he like said. That. He said glimmer. He said glimmer. And she's like, "No, it's glitter." Which, I like, said, no, glimmer was the word. Glimmer was the word. Like, you're just dumb, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unnecessary. Yeah. But yeah, she calls up her costume designer that she knows, or whatever, to get some shit done. And then we make it to John Cena's house. Oh, this my shit. god. Oh, Baby. I mean, you can fit like 20 people in this house to live full time. You can fit a. I'm pretty sure when we watched, my dad and I agreed you, you can fit a village in that house. Probably. Like, like a whole Dude. village of like 50 people could probably live in that place. So, my sister, uh, when this was all going on, she was like, man, I want to fuck John Cena so bad. And I'm like, I don't can't fucking blame, blame you. Can't blame I can't blame you. Look Especially at this fucking later? house. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Later. I wanted to fuck John Cena, but you know, god damn. Uh, but yeah, this fucking mansion is whoo doggy. And I mean, it, it popped me because I watched Total Divas basically up until they broke up, until John and Nikki broke up. So I'm very used to seeing this house. Like, this gives me nostalgia. Yeah, yeah the house is nostalgic to me. So I was like, holy shit. Like, bro, that's the. The the fucking little, little wine cellar right next to the fucking microwave because like, fuck it, it I don't want it. It's so they crazy. Go into a random room that is a closet and it's like bigger than my living room. 
Dude, that that yeah. that closet is bigger than probably my whole apartment. <laughs> Damn, it's, it's crazy. You live in a fucking hole. Yeah, but you live in like California, right? Yeah, so I'm sure that shit's also yeah. like six thousand yeah. dollars, and you don't even have plumbing. Yeah, not true. But go on, pop off, King. I am popping off, King. So yeah, uh, Brian and Bree get the grand tour. Shout out GT, I guess, and. uh... <laughs> Jesus 20... Christ. <laughs> 2013. I hate you. Bro, Daniel Bryan in 2013 is so goddamn wholesome. I love him so much. He's just the He's best. He's neck deep in his veganism. He's just fucking so Dude. pragmatic. Well, he know. has all the right opinions. What about neck deep? He, yeah, but you know, he's he's, he's his, the, the hair is life. getting long. The bear, the, yeah, the my beard man's, is my man's hair is starting to get long. He's getting scruffy. Hasn't even won the world title yet. True. Well, I mean, oh. he has won the world title, but not like not no, yeah. not for real, not for real. But yeah, you know, shit's crazy out here. And uh, they go to John's guest house, which is the size or maybe larger than the home Brian grew up in, where they uh where, where uh, Brian and Bree plan to spend their lives together, and they'll see that place soon enough in three days. So then we cut back to uh, fucking Eva and JoJo, and uh, Eva's getting ready for her uh, for her uh, date with Fandango. They're gonna go meet up and talk about business and whatever. And you know, this shit's not gonna be all business. Well, so they're going to <clears throat> they're going to the club actually. Not yet. Oh no, not they're yet. going they're to dinner. Date, and then they go to the club. Oh yeah, they do go on a date. That's right. They go on a date because Eva, Eva takes, takes off her engagement ring, ring. Yeah. and JoJo's like, "What the." F- you don't take your engagement ring off for a business meeting, Eva. And she's like, well, you got to fake it till you make it. And I was like, True, I was like, dude, this is going to end so badly for John you. has got to be fucking mondo cucked. Just yeah. sent to hell. Uh, so all that happens. So they, uh, so, uh, they go back to John's house and they're all playing in the pool and whatever. And we get to see uh, the big cliff that John has. And all I could think was, damn, I want to jump off a cliff into John Cena's pool too. <laughs> yeah, goddamn right I do. And then we see Ariane who goes down to Stage Hollywood in Los Angeles to pick up her new outfits uh, from old dude. And I mean, not gonna lie, it was a solid outfit for uh, for Cameron. Yeah, it was. And I mean, I feel like I've seen some iteration of it on TV at some point. Like I feel like I've seen definitely that color. I've definitely seen them wear that color. Oh, I think similar to color out, like lime green. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I I think the only difference was that uh, I think they wore like a. Like big thigh socks instead of those like leg warmers they had, but I think generally the idea was the same. I I mean like I remember, like I said, I remember most of this episode. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Ariane definitely wore part of his gear on TV. But this is my other thing with like going back to my point earlier. That looks great for her. It does not look good for Trinity slash Naomi at all. Because no, because you can't fit in that. Because uh. The cookie, bro. The cookie was hanging out. Yeah. The cookie literally was censored on live on live TV on on the fucking uh, the show. Yeah, the her was literally censored. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, yeah, my shit is hanging out, dude. Yeah, got yeah. Look, yeah. Lips hanging. It's crazy. Uh, so then we cut to Eva and Fandango, and they're on their date, and they're talking about the first time they met, where uh, Fandango took her hand and he kissed his own, which is based as shit. Yeah. Because because the one they when they re-showed it, uh, he my man was dripped out. He had the goddamn aviators on. He had the god. So he grabbed her hand like in like such a way where when he turned it to kiss it, he kissed his own hand, 
and like just walked off suave as shit and like he meant to do that and i was like that's really it, some fucking tricking on bitches shit bro that is base see like that's why shit like that is why i thought he was cool as hell dongo was cool yeah. no that moment was cool yeah but like should have been Johnny Curtis because Spondongo character amongst all these real people is kind of fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, agreed. On this date, Von Dongo is being crazy horny for her. He's like, damn, what if Dude. I just fucking like railed you or whatever? And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he coming on to me like this? It's not like I ever gave him any inclination that I might be interested in having a sexual relationship with this man. Although he took the shit to the extreme. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he's you know he's putting on all this all this fucking heat on her, and all I could think was like, damn, she's really just using this guy, and not in like a not in like a Diesel Shawn Michaels type of way, like an actual like I'm going to use you type way. Crazy. Yeah, it was for her career, not both of theirs. Yeah. So uh, Fandango bring he's like, hey, you want to go to the club? He's like, yeah, I'll go to the club. Yeah, he's like, me and the boys are going to the club tonight. I was like, there's no way that is a good thing. No, 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 not a fucking who the fuck. Chance. Who the fuck is Johnny Curtis partying with in 2013? Goddamn Leo Kruger himself. Like, who's he but hanging out with? Thinking about like any group wrestlers going into a large public gathering of people is like I, God, not a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So I they agree. go to the club, and oh boy, so they so they get their spot, and you know they're like a little corner off in the dark somewhere where no one can see them, no one can see what Fondango's up to, you know, no one can check him, no one can make sure he's acting proper. He's coming on to her fucking hella, dude. He's coming on her thick as molasses in the winter going up a goddamn hill. This shit is thick. Yeah. And even Eva's like, this is really, really creepy. And I thought as a kid that this shit was really creepy. And I mean, I wasn't like a kissless virgin. at the, I mean, I was a virgin, but I was, I was kissless at this point. But yeah, so I was like, this dude is not moving the way you should be. But, I mean, he's, he's definitely like, uh, they're, they're at, at this point, <clears throat> at this point, Eva definitely is like, yeah, I'm I'm uncomfortable now. Genuinely, yeah, she's, she she's saying like, yeah, I don't know why he's coming on to me like this. I'm very uncomfortable. Help. And <laughs> while I agree, you should have just been upfront with the guy because this is just. It, it, well, again, as we see, she seems to have so a bit fuck. of a pattern of lying. And yeah. again, I mean, all right. First off, no means no obviously First correct but not only did she not say no he thinks she's single yeah and too and that she's into him yeah because of that because... fucking change they had before we went to the shower yeah and the date they just went on and the fact that they're at the club together yeah so yeah of course so obviously in his in fandango's mind in kayfabe of total divas here he's not wrong for being horny as fuck for her but the way he's going about it is creepy as shit. Yeah. Agreed. That said, three days have passed in John's paradise and it's time for a piece of the simple life. Mm-hmm. Brian can't wait to see John swing an axe with this big, sexy, hunky, muscular, veiny, striated, beautiful body. Yeah, so they, they decide to do an axe splitting competition. Log splitting with an axe? Yeah, that. Yep. Every one log for the women, the men have to do three. Mm-hmm. And John Cena said the words to Nikki Bella. Do you agree and accept the terms that I have laid in front of you? And she said, I do. 
and I started laughing. I lost my of, shit. This 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 one's for the people who have watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. But uh you remember Darby from part three, the poker guy? Yep. Man said, Do do you agree to these uh do you agree to these terms and conditions for the game? And they're like, Yeah. Now he's gonna steal her fucking soul when he wins. Yep. <laughs> Turn to a sex doll. How it goes. I love robot John Cena, bro. That's my guy. That is my guy. It's fucking weirdo, but you know. It's cool. Yeah, so uh they get to Aberdeen, Washington, and who's surprised it's raining? No one. Uh, John notices that he doesn't have a TV in his goddamn house. They got antlers. Yes, they, they do. Antlers. They do have antlers. Nikki fucking hates this place. She's like, damn, where's the goddamn wine cooler? Yeah, yeah she's like, where's ah. the goddamn Zumba she's studio? Like, yeah, I could be here for a minute, but I couldn't live here. Goddamn, Nikki. How could you, or how, goddamn, Brie, how could you live here? Do you want to live here? Is this where you want to raise your goddamn children? Look at this fucking nasty ass, dirty ass, crusty house. Yeah, with all of your, all of Brian's fucking parents' furniture. Like, okay. Yeah, because when Brian gave them the tour of his place, he's like, yeah, so uh, this bed frame was my parents, and this chest here has been in my family for like five generations, and here's this banister I've got, this, uh, uh what do people call it? A fucking dresser drawer. Yeah. It's called yeah. fucking barrow. But, uh, yeah, he's got that, and like, yeah, we've had this for like or, 600 years in the Danielson family. And wardrobe. Some people also call it whatever. Yeah. He's like, yeah, and I got this couch that I've had for like two thousand years that my parents fucking forged with fucking uh, the Your mahogany team. trees on yeah. on blah 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 nine. It's made of the fucking mahogany trees that breathe fire and shit. Like, yeah, bro, mahogany. <laughs> yep, mahogany. Couch. Mahogany couch. Absolutely. And uh, you know, Nikki's like, yeah, bro, this definitely the place. This this ain't it, bro. And John's like, you know, I mean. You got an open floor plan here and all, but uh, is this really when we're raising two kids? Is this really when, is this what you want to do? Enough is this what you want? So, I mean, John's points were much more structured and, uh, you know, actual critiques. Whereas Nikki was just like, ew, look at this dirty fucking house. This is living like poor people. Ugh, do you want to <laughs> live here? Yeah, John. You have memory. So, Dude, John the, only, really the only thing that Nikki said that I agreed with. That was an actual constructive point. Was this is Brian's childhood home? Is there enough for is there enough for Bree to grow here? I like that point, yeah, but everything else point. was like was like, oh yeah, this is a poor person's house. Get the fuck out, Bree. The fuck yeah. are you doing? John was basically like, these are the terms and conditions Brian has laid out for you. Do you accept them? <laughs> and she did. Goddamn right. She's like I do. Until later when she doesn't. True. Yeah, but that's later. Right. That's Nikki getting in her head. That's Nikki. Yeah, it's literally Nikki just fucking manipulating her sister, which is what the show is about, really. Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, uh, yeah. Let me move forward to uh, back in Tampa, where Trinity is getting word from Ariana about the gear. She's hanging out with her man John John Oos. Oh, Big John Oos. And JoJo is there for some reason. Yeah, she's hanging out with the girl. Yeah, JoJo's hanging, hanging out. out. Her brother's chilling out. Yeah, hanging out. Chilling. Uh, John is a funny ass motherfucker because she. So so Ariana's a speakerphone talking about, you know, yada yada. These have the sexiest. Fuck right, I think be, it was. I think it was a voicemail actually. Was it voicemail? All right. Well, she had it on a speakerphone. So. You know, everyone in the room could hear. Yeah. Ariane was talking about, you know, these these outfits of the bomb.com be looking uh -huh. sexy as shit, gonna have all that shit hanging out, looking good on TV. Yeah, she's like, we're gonna have our But don't tell John though, because yeah, he's gonna she's hate like, we're gonna have our titties hanging out, we're gonna have our ass hanging out. 
Yeah, but don't tell John, though, because he'll get real mad at me about this. Yeah. And, and, you know, John's sitting on the couch. What the fuck? He's playing video what? games. So he gets out his phone. Video like, games. Yeah, damn, Trin, we're going to be going out with our coochie. We're going to be showing our vagina on TV. We're going to be having people fucking us. We're going to let them run the train on us. Like, what the hell is wrong with her? Yeah, I just wrote my notes. John's fucking funny as shit, bro. And then he <laughs> impersonates her, bro. And oh he my god. He her perfectly because, god. How is she such a valley girl? It's crazy. It is crazy. So, uh, at this point, it was time for what is definitely, in my opinion, the most important and iconic moment across all Total Divas history. I, I wrote, this is the best, uh, the best scene in anything, re like, related to professional wrestling ever. This is it. This is truly this is it. it. We, have, we have shirtless John and Brian, John Cena and Brian Danielson shirtless, decked out in all the muscles and shit, and you got the Bellas coming out in their fucking country farm girl costumes looking like damn i can't wait for my men to rail me after we're done doing this yeah pro wrestling truly peaked in 2013 damn right i agree so dude i don't think John? you mentioned the uh i don't think you mentioned so they're doing this competition for a uh a week's no it's one, one massage a week one full body massage one intimate intimate massage. full body massage a week for, for a, a month. month yep so yeah so they're doing this and you know the girls go and I mean, Brie does all right. Nikki does not all right. Nope. John does as John would because oh, dude, John after he was God. gone, bro. According, oh, all right. So they needed all right. So the women chopped eight total. Yep. yep. Which means that the men would have needed twenty four to tie, twenty five to 25 win. Twenty five to win. Mm -hmm. When John was finished, he told Brian, "All right, bro, you need two more to win." Which means John Cena, in the span of like a minute, three minutes, three minutes, three minutes, chopped twenty three, twenty three, no twenty two. Yeah, so he needed you know one to tie, two to win. So he chopped oh, twenty two yeah, in three minutes. In three minutes, that's fucking crazy. So Brian, so Brian's up to bat. He puts the log on the you know on the spot. He gets the axe. Yeah, and he plants it in there. It doesn't go. No. So he take he, he's taking his grand old motherfucking time with the shit. Yeah. He's going as slow as possible. I was, I was like, what the fuck? What's he doing? Yeah. He's going slow as shit. And he tries to break that one. He just can't break it. And it takes him three minutes and he never breaks it. Yeah. So okay. There were conflicting arguments here or conflicting statements here because the narrative that the show wanted to put across is that uh, Daniel Bryan likes to take things slow, likes to just kind of... You know, yeah, really, he loves life slow. He, he really likes to just kind of evaluate a problem and then, you know, handle it you his know, way. meticulously, his way. Methodically. Um, but the literal <laughs> words that came out of Bryan's mouth were, ah, oh, damn, I just tried to top, chop one so we could tie. Nope, so they lost. So they lost. So I think... I mean, he intentionally went slow so he could just chop the one. Yeah, because he wanted to tie with him. But the narrative was he was just going slow. Which, no, he just threw it. Yeah, he threw it, and John was like... He's like, oh, all right, bro. The are you serious, win. bro? Yeah, dude, John was like, are you fucking serious, my guy? You just robbed me of, like, some of the best sex I was going to have with the lowest effort on my part? Yeah. No, I have to put in the effort to have that great sex? Yeah. This sucks. See, now the thing is, see, yeah, here's the thing. Brian has no qualms about giving Brie an intimate full body massage that's definitely going to lead to sex. Obviously. John 
does not have the time to give Nikki an intimate full body massage. No, he, he only has time to receive sex. one. Yeah, he just needs the sex. Yeah. Honestly. So. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he can, he can get the massage on the bus, bro. Honestly. When he's not True. practicing his Mandarin. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Shouts out Bing Chilling. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout this whole thing, I was just thinking, like, damn, I wonder, like, when he's practicing Mandarin. Is Nikki just like chilling, uh, driving to the Range Rover, going for a drive, and he's just God. practicing? Like, anyhow, you know, just, just chilling. Just, you know, <laughs> I've been chilling. <laughs> Killing it, yeah. Killing it, bro. I love it. Oh my God, I'm sorry. That popped me so hard. Yeah, so John, after this, Ooh. has to take a goddamn nap. He said, shit, I actually like, you have a little nappy poo. So yeah. Nikki's like, all right, I'm going to go get some wine. Yeah. Oh, okay. All caps. Why time? time? All right, bro. So here, here, all right, dude. John was asleep. Nick or Bree was asleep. Nikki woke Bree out of her sleep. Let's go drink. To go get some goddamn wine. He's like, yeah, let's go. This woman has a problem. Yes. So, uh, I know you right, want some, is, bitch. So this is where I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, intervene a bit. Um, so Nikki Bella at this point in time is like my sister's like I wouldn't say idol, but she loves Nikki Bella. So Looking back women. now, no wonder my my sister had a massive wine addiction. Because God taken after her idol. Damn. That was her idol. Holy fuck. Nick E Bella. Yeah, because uh Fuck. I mean this lady is so in love with wine, she started a company. And I'm pretty sure it was mostly her idea, not Bree's. And like everything, Definitely was her idea. Like everything, she's got a strong Bree along for it. Yeah, I'm sure the Birdie B thing was the same. She's like, damn, we gotta, we gotta diversify our portfolio. And Bree was like, alright, but I'm a mother. Alright, so how about we name the clothing line after your daughter? All Birdie. Right. Okay. I guess so. If it'll get my kid over. <laughs> That's a damn right. True. Goddamn God damn right. Damn. How much over do you need your kid to be when they're the child of fucking Brian Danielson? More. I guess. Need more. And fucking renowned total diva star Brie Bella. Former divas champion. God, like I. All right. So if anyone with the Brie mode knee. All right. Again, if anyone Primo! didn't watch this show during its run, you truly cannot understand like the cultural just shift it caused as far as like women yeah. being wrestling fans. Oh yeah, it caused yep. a massive massive tidal wave influx of female fans in pro wrestling my, in general. My my sister hated professional wrestling until she watched Total Divas and then she's like, "Oh, yeah, this is kind of cool." Crazy. Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, this is kind of cool." And then she my sister was an athlete and she's like, "Man, I kind of wish I did this." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, you, you could have been good at." It. But well, no you don't, is, but because I think that Total Divas through all its, you know, dramatized bullshit does do a good job of showing what it's like to be a women's professional wrestler. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, when, make, when they it they does make no focus, bones about it. Yeah, when it does focus on that part, it's just that they yeah. don't do it enough. I agree. Not early on, that's for sure. Definitely not. So yeah, Bray and Nikki head out to the store to get some wine, but they take a detour to a little park covered in goose shit. Yep. On yeah, a little, on a right. little uh, river they got going through Aberdeen there. Sky cloudy rain walking around in the shitty grass oh, yeah, and heels. Overcast as hell. Mm -hmm. Probably a drizzle. Would be very surprised if there wasn't. 
optimal optimal conditions in my opinion for washington yeah for me oh fair enough love the rain but uh i don't i don't know Nikki does everything she can to okay. So Bree's concerned about Brian's lifestyle too because Nikki got in her fucking head. So Nikki shits just all on everything about this place because she's a goddamn city slicker. She doesn't understand a lick of shit about what it's like to live in a small town. Which is so weird to me that these two sisters with the same upbringing can have such radically different like views. Yeah, because she's earthy and natural and organic. Mm-hmm. It only becomes more so as time goes on. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing by any means. No, that's a great thing, actually. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, keep it pushing. Yeah. I agree. So it's time for Raw, baby. Mm-hmm. So we're backstage before the show begins. And uh, Eva takes her walk of shame as she prepares to make an ass of herself. Uh, Fandango hits her with the don't freak out on me, man. Because she's, you know anxious and i mean her eyes are turning red like she's clearly having like a panic attack at this point yeah i mean she even said she feels like her heart is about to be out of her chest mm-hmm. uh eva tells trinity and Ariane about what's happening and her lie is crumbling just so immaculately at this point like it was falling apart in the most beautiful disaster yeah because all right so the reason that it starts crumbling is because they go up <clears throat> backstage to to natty who kisses a woman almost on her lips, so it's probably her sister. Um, and then she's like, all right, girls, what's up? And oh then Natty's like, oh, yeah, Eva, or Eva, or JoJo's like, yeah, Eva's just nervous because of this dance bullshit that's got to go on. And then Natty's like, oh, well, you could uh, talk to Trinity. Trinity's a dancer. She could probably give you some pointers, some tips or whatever. And then everyone's starting to huddle around her. Yeah, she's getting crowded. Yeah, she's getting crowded. And then they ask her, like, well, shit, can you at least do the splits? And she's like, uh, no. And it's like, like, how can you dance? You do I, how are you a dancer? You can't even do the splits. So, like, yeah, everyone's just shitting on her. Her whole lie is falling apart. And it's beautiful. Yeah. And at this point, I could literally feel her. I could feel her anxiety. Like, yeah, I it, could, was, it was horrible. Yeah. It was, it was thick. I could, I could personally feel it. And that's what made all of this just even better for me. Because I could feel it. And I was watching the whole thing. So they're out there. The music goes. All the girls are standing on the on the floor beside the uh, beside the stage. The hit Fandango's music. They do the whole nine. Uh, she comes out, hits her pose or whatever. Pretends she, she walks very uh, clumsily yeah. over to her position to begin for the dance. Or and he whatever. has to tell her every single motion. Yep, and she can do them, but not well. And uh, eventually gets to the point where Fandango's like, "All right, clear this bitch is fucking lying." So they stop. He's like, "All right, stop, 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 stop." All right, and so... like, "Do you want to run it back again?" She's like, "No." So this at this point when they did this, and he asked, "You want to run it back again?" And Fondango just walked away. I was thinking to myself, "Damn, how much like actual time and fed company resource of like the camera crew, the lighting crew, the sound crew? Do they actually fucking waste for this angle on the show?" Because I mean, I would assume that this was legitimately before an actual raw where well, they yeah. need to actually be doing sound production and all this bullshit yep well yeah because i mean it was a, it was a raw taping yeah so yeah so i can imagine like damn how much time they waste for this a lot of other people's mm-hmm. including fondangos damn right but yeah i mean all that just crumbles falls apart it's a fucking shit show that happens and uh everyone storms off pissed off at her and mark was like are you fucking serious we're gonna have to go have to we're gonna have to 
go have a talk. Yeah, Mark's like, I can't dance for shit, but even I know that was bad. And we're gonna have to go have a talk. Yeah. So they leave. And so we cut to uh, Ariana and Trinity. She's tried on the new gear that Ariana got made for her. And by God, her cookie's hanging out. I mean, her top is all right. I mean, she's got like the boob yeah. window, but it's got the netting she's on got it. Like, her top is fine. She's got a boob window, but like it's top covered. Is fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's top basically wearing a. Uh, she's wearing a. Yeah, the top's fine. She's basically wearing a. It's like a. I don't know what the shirt's called, but like it exposes her midriff. Like a brassiere. Yeah, it's a like brassiere. A, yeah. With, yeah. Uh, with titty cleave or titty window. Yeah, but it's got like the the bands over it, so it's not like fully exposed. It's yeah, held yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a. That's fine. It's a cross it's the window. Bottoms that don't work. Yeah. <laughs> Ass hanging out, cookie hanging out, just craziness. Yeah, she's got she's got wild. a fucking trench coat on and covering herself up. She's like, bro, I can't go out there looking like this. What the fuck? Literally. Yeah, she she's, looked. She is very one uncomfortable. Kick away from her fucking labia, just slipping out of her all the way out. Yeah, full yeah. clitoris showing. Yeah. So she's and, like, all right, we got we got to talk to Sandra about this shit because this 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 can't happen. Yep. So damn uh, right. I go to Sandra. She's like, Sandra, and she's like, oh my and god, Sandra. what the fuck is this shit? Yeah, so Ariane lies straight to Sandra's face. She's like, yeah, uh, the company said that they didn't like our look very much, so we got something else done or whatever. Yeah. Just a blatant fucking lie. Yep. So fucking Ariane, Ariane's biggest getting, lie. Ariane's getting petty as fuck about this. She's like, can you fix this? She's like, oh, so you want me to fix someone else's work? Oh, hell no. You're fucking kidding me, right? She's like, Sandra, come on, girl. Come on, you know, it's a bomb.com. You know, yeah, bye, girl. Bye, girl. Bomb.com, you know. And <laughs> fucking... She's like, you need to apologize to me. This is bullshit. Are you kidding me? You need to apologize to me if I'm going to do any of this shit. She's like, I'm sorry. No. She said, my bad. She said, my bad. She's like, yeah, my bad. She, That's yeah. not good enough. She's like, I'm sorry, Sandra. She's like, no, 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 no. She's like, I'm sorry, Sandra, that I went behind your back and got other gear made. Are you happy? Sorry. Fine. Will you fix the no. gear now? And she's like, yeah, No. Well. What the fuck? What does Day? Yeah, no, motherfucker. Like, oh my god, what the fuck? Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, this whole thing was, you know, Ariana was like, my bad. And then Trinity was like, what the fuck? That's not what she wants to hear. Say, I'm sorry. And then and Ariana, Ariana's like, I'm sorry. She never meant to any of the time no. she tried. And then god she, damn, went, she went dude. all super fake. Oh, you're the bestest ever. Sorry. We're so sorry. We'll never go behind your back ever again. Will you please fix the gear? Literally with the fake tone. Like she was actively like, being like, fake. Yeah, she was she was actively doing it. Actively being condescending while trying to apologize and like, come on, dude. Yeah, I wrote in my notes here that it's episode two and you can see how over Ariane she's already becoming. Trinity yeah. is. Yeah. Man, it's a good thing they're gonna find. <laughs> I also wrote W tag team breakup imminent. Yeah, true. Thank God. Damn right. So Eva is now face to face with Stephanie McMahon facing the music for her web of lies. This is the second major lie she's told already of the episode. Oh, she's already told. She's already told two major lies. No, no, no. no. This is the second like major lie that the writers of the episode told. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I'll explain that afterwards. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I really all I wrote was that Eva's only keeping her job because she's so goddamn hot, and that uh. <laughs> Stephanie dresses her down the way she would someone on TV, minus a slap to the face, but a bit more reasonably. Yeah. Uh, and then Eva, tell, Eva tells even more lies, and Stephanie's like, all right, well, also, just so you know, if you fuck up again, you're actually going to get sent home. Unrelated, and I've, I can't believe I've literally never seen it before, but as I was seeing Stephanie in the shot, I was like, holy shit, she looks exactly like Vince. 
yeah. like the literal structure of her face and everything. Like she's even got the. Uh, she looks like, like Vince. A, I don't know, like pear-shaped jaw sort of thing going on that Vince has. I was like, God mm-hmm. damn, dude, that's fucking weird. There's like no Linda in there at all. She's a woman. She is like Lady Balls. She is her father's daughter. Lady Balls of Steel. So yeah, she's like, look, Eva, for real though, if you actually fuck up again, like for real, for real, we will fire you. Yeah. She's like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so disappointed in myself. I can't believe I do something like this. I'll never have it again. I promise. And it's definitely going to happen again. I promise. It, it, it will. All right. So for this bit, Eva actually did think that she was going to be fired by Stephanie McMahon. And she actually, what like, those were real tears. She thought that she was in legitimate trouble for an angle. However, the thing that Stephanie ostracized her about was completely unrelated to what the story of the episode was. So it's a completely so different dressing down. Yeah, basically the producers of the show just, like, kind of... So they wanted to get a meeting, a production meeting with Stephanie McMahon on a Monday, which, fucking good luck. Yeah, good luck. Um, so they basically had to make up some bullshit on the spot to make there be a reason to make there be a reason so i don't know exactly what they said but clearly it was something pretty over the top so that eva so like this dressing down was legitimate Mm -hmm. but it wasn't for for the reason of the show do you know why it was i I don't remember for being eva maybe it's possible but yeah i mean In the kayfabe of Total Divas, Eva does not learn her lesson here at all. Yeah. And it's how the episode ends. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, shit, that was a tango with Fandango, if you will. Yeah, really, uh... It's a good episode. I mean, it's an iconic episode. Really good episode. Season one, honestly, is just full of iconic bangers. Yeah, it just makes me want to keep reviewing it, honestly. I'm sure we will. Yeah. Because this shit is really good. I'm sure we can sprinkle this in here and there. Yeah, this is is really, really good. Have a little girl time with the boys. This is great. Reality. Damn right. Damn right. You're goddamn right. Well, goddamn, pal. I think it's time for us to fucking head on out of here. Yeah, we kept this episode kind of short for the people. Well, it's still two hours. It's only two hours. What do you only, mean? Yeah, well, look, bro. Shit happens. TNA, brother. That's all I got to say. Yeah. TNA, TNAs. Next week episode will probably be pretty long because it's going to be the season finale. Oh, my God. The season finale of... Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast. Oh my god. Thank you for hanging out with us. We've been your hosts, Andrew. Marquise. And Max. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at TLProRestPod. <clears throat> we will have the uh, the link to our Discord on uh, as our pinned tweet there for you to check that out. Hang out in there with the cool boys and talk about stuff and things with dudes and whatnot. And of course, uh, please leave us those five-star reviews on the podcast platforms, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Of course, on other places like uh, Blueberry and Owltail and Pocket Cast and Anchor and Breaker and Stitcher and a Bullhorn! We're on Bullhorn too. God damn it. And Anchor. Don't want to piss him off. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> all that, check out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pod. Five new patrons by April 30th of this year, 2022. We'll get that cool video of Max doing a wrestling entrance and a wheelie. For the patrons, $1, $5, $10, doesn't matter. We highly appreciate all your support. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We'll check y'all for the final episode next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Fuck you.